We are, and we're uh, both up and running and doing all right. God, a break. We were on a break at Backside Attack. At Vic Save, yeah. You were. Uh, oh, we already did that part. Yeah. Did we do that part? Yeah, but you. Uh, but yeah, you were on. Uh, you were gallivanting all around the United States. I was gallivanting. Yeah. I was gallivanting for three weeks. Yeah. You're up I, to no good. Uh, I was up to no good. I got back from. Well, I went from here to Playa del Carmen, uh, and then from there to well Dallas, then Playa, then Dallas, then Vegas, and home. A uh, big birthday trip for my mom. We yeah. took her. We took her out. So Which is awesome. I've paid off all my debts. I yeah. paid. Off, she raised me right. I paid off all my debts. Yeah, she can't. I'm, ask, I'm done. She can't ask you for shit now. Yeah. Can't ask me for nothing. <laughs> Maybe a kidney. I don't know. Maybe well, no, she's actually in better shape than everybody I know. <laughs> so before long, I'll be like, Mom, can I have a kidney, please? Because you know, I all the protein. Yeah. It's messing up my back. <laughs> but um, no, it's all right. I did not. Um, I love. I like Playa. Mm-hmm. The people were cool. Yeah. Um, in general, I thought it was a nice, uh, a nice place. I did not like Playa. Why Does that not? make sense? Why not? I had tourism. Way too much. Way, oh, way then too much yeah, that, that's uh, that's um, real bummer. That's a bummer, man. Like tourists, tourists ruin everything, man. Yeah, they really do. It that's, was um, it was like a gigantic. I mean, the, and they catered to it like it's a gigantic mall. We were on the main, the main drag there, for the most part, because it's like a lot of family. Yeah. So we didn't really venture too far into the city and whatnot, like into the actual part of Playa that was like more like a like an actual city. Uh huh. But then again, going there would be like going to a city here. So what would be really a lot of fun. Do you ever like? That. You, do you ever like when you're traveling? Do you ever get the feeling that uh, you have to become self-aware that you are in someone else's country, so you don't want to be that? You don't want to be, be that asshole and be yeah, that, that touristy, that touristy asshole. Yeah. So like, every time, like, I catch myself, like, I'm like, that, you know, the, when you have those self self entitled moments, you yeah. just like you're walking around. And I'm like, 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 fuck, man. I'm like, I'm Raj saying it. Like, I don't give like, I don't give a shit. I'm a Canadian motherfucker. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say my well, name. Well, we don't really like, do that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm like, I can say, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, uh, like, I, I, like. You guys are fucking nothing compared to me, right? I have that kind of fe- I have that kind of feeling. Do you do that? Well, not really, but at the same time, it's like I like not to that level. Uh-huh. But it's like um, uh, I can kind of. Uh, um, I think I think you might have the weak mic this time. I, I dusted the whole thing, moved the mics around. Okay, well, I just wanted to turn it so it's right on. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so, that wasn't me being presumptuous. That yeah, was me so, turning the mics um, be better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just think it's um, uh, um, you have to catch yourself and just realize to be like, you know what, D- dial it down because that's what I think what. Um, is uh, what the stereotypical American does is that they don't know that they're just not aware of like they're they're in someone else's country. And you have yeah, to be, you have to be like you know, be cool, man. Yeah, if you have to cater to them, they don't have to cater to you. Be cool, bitch. Yeah, bitch, exactly. be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I did notice a lot of um a lot of people out there doing that, where there's this idea that you get what you want when you want it, and you just say it like this is what I want, that's what I want, and you're gonna give it to me. Yeah, and like learn the fucking language. It's like no, we're in Mexico. You cannot tell them to learn the language because you don't speak the language here. Yeah. Like, you're the outsider. Yeah. Like, well, I, the idea of when I go and ask somebody a question, in my mind, if I'm in another country, I don't have what I need, and I'm going to go somewhere and ask them, like, I need a, whatever it is, a packet of fucking ketchup, mm-hmm. uh, directions, anything. Yeah. I try to be humble, try to be polite, wait until they're done talking to the person they're talking to, because I'm representing where I'm from. I'm representing a tourist. Yeah. Because uh, that's what I am, but I'm representing, like, all tourism. Yeah. Especially if they know I'm from Canada, because if I'm if I happen to have a maple leaf on or something, who knows, right? Yeah. But um, you never know, so you just like keep your head down, be polite, be cool. Even if they're grumpy, even if they're gruff, go to the next person. You yeah. know, it's not worth the trouble to be like, hey man, like you should be nicer to people. Yeah. Like we're tourists, we're bringing you money there, eh? Yeah. It's like you should be nicer. No, no, man, just walk away. I know. Go yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, I I used to I had that before. When, I had that before when I first started traveling. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I can't wait to go. And uh, but when I got there, I was like, I'm like, oh man, like I was just getting. I guess I just ran to the bad into like the into the the wrong people. Yeah. Uh, I think the first time I did that was when I was traveling in Brazil, mm-hmm. and Brazil was like, you know, it's 
Brazil's it's hard, 50-50, man. man. You'll yeah. meet with the nicest people, or you'll meet the shittiest people in the world, right? Yeah. And I think I kind of teeter toward the, the shittier end, mm-hmm. but like, uh, like more often than not. And uh, so yeah, so that's I was like, I'm like, f these guys, like whatever, right? But then like you catch yourself, like you know what? I'm a guest here. Yep. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. So they and uh, and now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just always like, I, I I'm a Canadian everywhere I go. I'm yeah. I, I'm, I'm super polite. I apologize for everything. And uh, you're keeping that Canadian mentality as you yeah, try. the humble humility. Yeah, and I think yeah. once you, if you do that, you uh, um, well, that that attitude will get you more for it's sure. It's a recipe for success when you travel. It is, and also, um, but uh, by the same token, it's like you have to, uh, like when I was in New York, you have like if you're polite, yeah, you'll get whatever, right? But there's some instances where you have to like. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be a little bit more. Um, what's the word? Not not aggressive. You have to uh, have an edge to you. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, assertive. But yeah, be, be a little bit more assertive. assertive. Yeah, like when you're on the when you're on the train, when you're trying to like, yep. um, trying to get like something at a, especially in Harlem and stuff like that, you yeah. gotta have like something rough on you. But yeah, and but at the same time, it's like you know, there's all there's other things you have to keep in mind. Well, you gotta too. read like, the room, right? Exactly, and you have to like, uh, and also like you know, mind your own business and yeah. like, keep your and like you know, don't like make a spectacle out of yourself and stuff like that. Common sense things. That's that's the thing. Common sense in traveling. I think what you like what you pulled off in New York from what we were talking about is like if you're in a group. And everybody else is like rushing to get into the subway, and you're being, oh, excuse me, polite, hey, hi there, hi there. You're gonna be a bumpkin who doesn't make the train. Yeah, you. But have if to. you assert yourself and just walk, like walk stiff, walk hard, don't be a dick, don't yeah. push people into the subway tracks, but get on that train. Yeah, that's and, what they do. Yeah, and like I was, uh, um, when I was talking to police officers, I asking them where the train was, and I was like, excuse me, can I ask you? Uh, sorry, I don't mean to bother you. Can I ask you a question? No. The guy looked at me like I was retarded. Oh yeah, because he's like he's, he's not used to being because tr- he's a subway cop. He's used oh to, yeah, he's used to seeing the shittiest. Hey, shit. where's the F train? Where's Over the F- there, loser. Exactly. Okay, later, man. Is he taking the F train? I'm like, yeah, the F train is the shittiest train. I know that, but yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, trust me. I'm like, I got to get back to, but yeah, you just have to, um, like, um, yeah, if you if you even like in the, if you're surrounded by assholes, be the nice person. Be the nice person. Yeah, regardless. I, I, yeah, just be the nice person, man. Yeah. Because like I found that in India when I went the first time. India's hard. Like it's not hard because it's like a um, like it's a rough country. Like India's pretty tame, really, yeah. when you're traveling. Yeah. It's a shock to the senses. You've been there. No, you, have, you haven't been there. I, I could have sworn you'd be talked about you've been there. Anyway, it's 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 just like a shock to the senses. The yeah. sights, the smell, the heat, everything gets you at once. Oh yeah, the poverty, everything. The poverty. I mean, you'll go to the. I stayed in like a. I stayed in a hotel the first time, that was on one side on what you would perceive to be a nicer part of town. The front door opened into like the slums. That was just how it was. Yeah. And it was that's where I wanted to stay. That's kind of like the place I wanted to be. I wanted to see the whole thing at once. And in that time, I kind of wanted to shock myself. Yeah. But as I'm walking down the street. You'll see the the symbol of the haves and the have-nots exactly crammed into one street. Crammed into one street at yes. the same time. Yeah. So like you, even like the guy who has the richest, the the most expensive house in the world, mm-hmm. uh, he has it in the middle of a slum. He has it. Oh, yeah. I mean, in Mumbai. In Mumbai, yeah. It's it's pretty rough. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's rough it's like, like the king, It's like the king and the paupers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's living with the paupers, right? But I mean, being there, there were times when I got really frustrated, like uh-huh. frustrated to the to the point where I was like, you know what, this place and these people and their attitude and f them all. I know. But then as I was walking around, I'm like, oh wait a minute, that's just the the way out here. Yeah. I mean, nobody's yeah, they're trying to scam you, but they're not trying to scam you so hard that they're putting their hand right in. Your, I mean, they're a pickpocket. They're not jamming their hand in your pocket, right? I, yeah, I, I got Be that. aware. Yeah, I got that in uh. Um, in uh, in Portugal. Yeah, you were saying you hands had a few pockets, issues yeah. there, right? Like hands in your pockets. Yeah, there are people there trained to pick your pocket. Exactly. And I I, I knocked two of them. I got into a fight with two people, and I knocked yeah. both of them out. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, hard man. Hard man. man. You are a hard man. Yeah, like two of them, <laughs> and then I went out and I got. Uh, and the only thing I had to then I went back to the hostel. And all I had was like uh, frozen peas to put my to like ice my hand. Oh shitty. 
Yeah. That's a rough deal. Yeah, and then uh, there was only one girl up there. She was waiting for. She was like, waiting up for with me, right? So I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, and then we're like, oh, I'm like, whatever. And then one thing that's led to another. Of course it did. Yeah. Because you're a tough guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she sends you a tough yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. 150 pounds. Uh, yeah, 100, 150 pounds. Of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you just have to like adjust your expectations when you travel. Yeah. Uh, keep your head down. Be assertive. Don't be a dick. I, I mean, that's just the way it is, right? And that's the, what I didn't like about Playa. Mm-hmm. The people were great, man. Like, the locals were awesome. Yeah. But um, the people who kind of, like, want what they want and how they're going to get it, it's like that mouth open, eyes closed, tourist. And yeah. not just Americans, like, people from all around the world. Yeah. There are lots of people who just show up there, and they know. Like, the the industry there knows who they are. Mm-hmm. They're making their money off them. They don't give a shit. But as somebody who just wants to travel really chill and really low-key, that was not the place for me. Yeah. Last time I went to um, Punta Mida, which is on the other side, is like north of um, Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. and it was wicked chill. Like, we were the only tourists in the town, like, literally the only tourists mm-hmm. in the town. There were a lot of locals who lived there. There were a lot of, like, expats who lived there, mm-hmm. and they kind of do their own thing, and we went in off-season. Yeah. So I was eating in a restaurant, like, almost every day at the same restaurant, and you would look around, and, like, there's nobody else there. Mm-hmm. It was and it was great. I really love that shit. Mm. That's why, I like, I mean, that's why I go back to Thailand over and over again. We're kind of local there now. Strangler more than any of us. Like, he's not just a local local. He's married into the family. Yeah, it's like he's been there so much now that he's like he's basically a, a expat. Oh, okay. He's there. He's there that much. And for us to travel there, it's really chill. We enjoy it that much more. Like, we have a really good time there. Why don't you take a look at that? That's today. You did ninety four. What is that? Ninety four kilometers? No, that's uh, that's my that was my active time like, for my bike ride. Look at the oh, l- shit. look where I set, circled. That's how much I burned. You you burned almost two thousand calories, homie. Yeah, you were on fire today. Yeah, I burned more. I burned way more than I took, and that was at like uh, that was at like eleven o'clock or something like that. That is not too shabby that was after at all. One meal. <laughs> man, I'm really starting to think uh, it's maybe time to get a bike. You should, man. I said it last year. Yeah. That this year I was gonna get a bike. Yeah. I think. I mean, I just want like a huffy. <laughs> I, mean, I want something fancy, fancy. Just get like a road bike or a mountain bike, man. Yeah, I think this is gonna be like a, a run of the mill, like a 1986, like push the pedals back to brake, mm-hmm. old school BMX. BMX? That's all I want. That's all I want. I want an old school bike, just to, like go around the neighborhood. Yeah. I, I want a, a was it Friday? Debo. Debo I saw me yeah. Debo on the BMX, just riding around. You want those pegs on the on the back of the wheels, right? I might have to pick up Chris Rock. I don't know. Yeah. Wasn't Chris Tucker? Chris, oh, Chris Tucker, Tucker might whatever. need to ride every now and then. He yeah. ain't doing so great. Yeah. The um, uh, I would uh. Um, yeah, man, I, I, you should, like, yeah, just come biking with me or something. Yeah, that's really all I'm looking for. Because, I mean, I was, uh, I rode one of those until I was, like, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you become an adult and get a real job and start driving every fucking day. So, like, little by little, by the time I turned 18, my, my in, not enjoyment, but my realization that my bike was getting less and less used became super apparent. Yeah. Like, you're riding when you're a little kid. Then I bought one, and I bought another, and I bought another, and then like I bought my last bike. I think the last year junior high. Mm-hmm. Then I had a bit of a growth spurt. I ran, I like grew out of it. Yeah. So then I think I was using that one uncomfortably until like the end of high school, mm. and it was just like for fun. I mean, all your friends, we all lived in roughly the same neighborhood. Yeah. So if you had to go see a buddy, you weren't gonna go gas up the car to go see your friend. You could barely afford gas back then. Yeah. So you got on your bike and you went down the street to see your pal. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like, you start working, and then you just forget that you have a bike, and you just leave it alone. And that yeah. was me. I, 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 I let no, it go. I, I was the same way. I, I didn't, uh, I just, as soon as, um, as soon as uh, high school, like, after high school, university hit, and I was like, um, I would, and then it, t- it took me, it took my cousin calling me, and go, I said, you want to go biking? I was like, I have an extra bike for you. Then biking downtown, and I'm like, I'm like, I love this. This is so much fun, because it's, 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 it's an adventure, too, because you're going to, like, you can go, like, Pack your bike, go go to any part of the city you want to. Yeah, and then um, like go downtown, go on the go on the river valley and stuff like that. I'm like, you can just go for a couple of hours and just free your mind. Yeah, 
Like you clear your brain and you're just out there doing your own thing. It's so meditative. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's like and there's other areas like of the sea you've never been one to explore. Like I love I love starting at my place. Mm-hmm. My regular route is just explore. I just go all around Mill Woods. Yeah. And it takes about yeah an hour and a half, about two hours. And uh, after you're done, like you saw the the amount of calories you burn. That's right? a ton, man. That's a ton. That is a ton. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you just oh. yeah it just forces. You, and then you take food with you. You want to take a break? You can do that. You got your backpack. Yeah. And then just go back to your old visit your old like elementary school. Your like everything, it's, Mill it's Woods awesome. is really accessible by bicycle. It's yeah, it's awesome. Like we have a crazy nice path system. Like Strangler, you see that run. Um, if you know who I'm talking about, South Side Strangler people. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to that run in the River Valley when he was training and fighting all the time. Yeah, or uh, not the River Valley in the Mill Woods Ravine. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, just fucking go for a run in the ravine, man. Yeah. It's a nice run. The trail is really nice. There's no crazy people out there. There's mm-hmm. no dogs and shit trying to like nip at your heels. Yeah, you just had a nice calm run. Yeah, because if you can go to ninety uh, first, let's say if you bike from my place to ninety first Street, mm-hmm. just head north and just hit to Argyle. Yep, and that's where Milky Ravine is. You can and then you can go through the ravine. You can yeah, go downtown go. if you want to. Now, when you go down fiftieth, God, this is such a local podcast. Yeah. When you go down fiftieth Street, mm-hmm. um, past the Henday, there's that big trunk that just like seems to go on forever. Have you yeah. ever done that one? Oh yeah. Yeah. How is that? How far does that go? That goes pretty far. It looks like it just goes forever. Yeah, I I, I, went, I was going I went pretty far. Then I'm like I was like. Uh, it's getting late. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I don't have any more food with me, and I'm like, oh. I, I, I'm like, okay, I better if I'm gonna turn back, I'm gonna turn back now, and so if I do that, I've done it, <laughs> I've done it three times. That's what you get. I, I don't have any more food with me. Yeah, so like, yeah, bring so, a lot of freaking calories here. Yeah, I know. So like, I have to um take like uh like like if I'm doing that, if I know I'm going to a dedicated like I don't know like 60 kilometer bike ride, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I bring like two bottles of water, two bottles of, of liquid, um, tons of granola bars. Yeah, and so uh, but yeah, it's um. That's daunting because you're like you know what because but it's not a fun bike ride because it's uh, it's all it's a straight line it's right a straight line yeah. right it's like driving on a highway that's just going straight you know like I don't care what car uh, you have it's boring it's, yeah it's boring yeah like when you're when you're a little kid and you're playing like like friggin' Link or some shit like that and you're you just like I wonder how long I can just keep on going a straight line for exactly and you're it's like, like a boring game like yeah. you're playing the most boring day and then you get so far out you're like oh I gotta save here I gotta walk him all the way back yeah it's just it, it's it's retarded I, yeah. I, I I don't uh, um. I, I did it just to see like, how, how far I could go. I went past LZ Road. I kept going. Then I'm like, you know what? This is so stupid. Why am I doing this? And yeah. then, so I turned all the way back, and I biked um, all the way back uh, back to my place. But um, I can understand if you're doing it as strictly an exercise. Like, you're only doing it to burn calories. Yeah, that's um, – that's, but at the same time, is like when you're going – when you're going at a higher speed, mm-hmm. you're actually burning less calories because like uh, – You're doing less work. Yeah, because less yeah. work, right? So, but if you're like, you know, like – in uh, because looking at your car on the highway, your car gets better mileage, right? Yeah. But when you're doing it in the city, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're 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 burning more fuel, right? What if you just put it in like? It stop, first. go, stop, go. Exactly. Just put it in first. Exactly. Put it in first and just like hard. And, and, pedal. Just, let, and just let the revs go. Yeah. And, uh, hard pedal all the way there. Yeah. So, um, uh, and plus in the city, there's trails you can go up and down. Like from my place, you there's uh, there's that Jackson Heights Forest and stuff like that. That's good for that's a good warm up. That's a big area too. Yeah, that's my warm up. So I start yeah. from my place. I go across 34th Street. I go. I go through the forest, mm-hmm. and then I uh, end up on 50th Street. And then after that, it's all it's basically street uh, street riding. That's not too bad. Yeah. So, um, I think uh, if you want to go, um, I do have an extra bike. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm thinking this is probably the year to really get into it. Yeah. I'm back in town like full time now for a chunk. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna take advantage of the summer. You would, yeah, you should, Matt. Because yeah. this, today and like especially yesterday, just perfect riding weather. Oh, plus, shit, this whole week 19, is gonna be hot. Yeah. Plus 19. That Wednesday is gonna be 27. Yeah. That's and not bad. I can yeah, deal with that. Just 19. Slight breeze. Uh, um, unreal. Like went by Dan Knott. Went by my old areas and stuff like that. It was great. What a what a what a local chunk of the podcast. I know, yeah. We just I, local. I, yeah, just yeah, just total locals only. 
That's yep. great. Don't surf on my brave man. Yeah. Those bitches locals only. Yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah, it was it was great. I I'm going again. I'm going. I think tomorrow I'm just going for a run. Yeah. Tuesday bike ride. Wednesday run. Thursday bike ride. Friday run. Friday run. You're hitting it pretty hard. And then Friday, yeah. Then Saturday, I'm gonna go see John Wick. Oh yeah, they're in the Parabellum. Yeah. Have you um before we get back to John Wick? Have you are you getting a goal set here? Like, are you really gonna try to do that marathon thing again yeah, this year? Uh, yeah, or? I'm gonna be because it sounds to, like you're getting there. Yeah, so I'm I'm going September 14th to the one in St. Albert. Not bad. The half marathon. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I'm uh you know, I'm aiming for. Pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty good. So that's not too shabby. I uh I've got a few things I'd like to change up this year. I think uh the bikes the bikes probably in there. That's a big one. Um definitely I gotta I gotta head down to the old Evolve gym. Old Dan, handsome Dan, is working there now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, I think I'm finally gonna start going back to a good gym. That's a it is, that is a really good gym. Not a lot of ego. Everybody's super chill. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not a sponsor of the show. They're not paying us to say that. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times now. I just feel like the atmosphere there. It's your typical like warehouse style. Mm-hmm. A bunch of a bunch of really well put together machines and free weights in a row. And yeah, just go and do your thing. They've got like a little Ninja Warrior style setup now too. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. And they're getting bigger and just like the people who like that place want to keep it like nice and chill. Yeah, I think um That's a big factor for me. Oh that I fucking hate ego in a gym. No, I hate yeah. I can't uh, go to good life. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I I I know how you feel, man. No God. one no one hates the gym uh, the, the the bad gym experience more than I do. And have uh, you had a few? Oh this yeah. This is something I don't think we've really talked about. Doug does. Mm-hmm. Old Doug the Yak. He uh he has a lot of problems with people in the gym because he's an old school gym gym guy, right? Yeah, I think it's because I think it's my uh, I think it's my anti antisocial behavior as well that kind of like slings into it. So mm-hmm. I have like I have very little patience for people who are, um, just outwardly annoying. And, yeah, yeah, and who like who beat their own extroverts. Chest. Yeah, like like com- <laughs> like complete extroverts. Yeah, right? I fucking hate extroverts. Yeah, like I hate experts. Uh, I hate extroverts in the gym. I'll say that. Okay. I hate them everywhere. Yeah, like the. Um, <laughs> I don't like them. They're okay. Look, that's that's bad. I'm gonna agree with you. You're right. Extroverts in the gym, the guys where they're just to wear like bright pink track suits, and then flex with their phone in front of you while you're doing your set. Yeah, like and they're they're. I think they're few and far between. I, yeah. like, I they admire spirits, but when I do see them and they're like they're. They're at the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I just want to like just slap the protein shake right of their heads. And but just, that yeah. is the same dude who's gonna act the same way in a Sobeys in a grocery store. That that's what I don't like about that guy. I I don't like that person. Yeah, when he's buying his chicken and rice and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I I don't. Uh, and he's buying his um um uh, hydroxy cut whatever the fuck they take and whatever. So <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm like I'm like there, there, there's there's but the thing is is that those. Those aren't like one or two people. That species exists. It, it's a breed. Yeah, I'm a I'm a firm believer in humans have certain breeds. Like there there are there are like oh yeah Jack Russells are hyperactive small dogs generally not jerkwads yeah but they're hyperactive little dogs yeah and these guys these pit guys- bulls are more likely to bite your fucking arm off. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. With a bad owner, they're gonna be shitty. Mm-hmm. There are certain breeds of people, man. Yeah, I I'm uh there's um I'm a member of something. Uh, oh hell yeah we yeah are. so um uh. But those gym guys are like, uh, um, like, why don't you go when there's no one else around? No, because they can't. Yeah, they can't do it, man. Mm-hmm. These these guys can't. They need to. They need to feel like they're being looked at. Like you're looking at them, thinking like, look at that guy. Yeah, I think. Look like, at the pipes on that guy. I wish I was that guy right there. I, you know, the thing is, I think. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, first of all, people don't know Edmonton has our city of Edmonton has a. Um, um, no matter what area of the city that you go in, there's a there's a dedicated uh, workout facility like a, like a, a, rec- a recreational Rec-centers. center. Yeah, and um, they're great. Like even like my cousin who came in from San Francisco, he's uh, he does he's a very well to do guy. Mm-hmm. And even he says a, a, a city, a, a city based 
uh, recreational centers all mm. over the city. He goes, I can't believe you guys have that. That's crazy. It's like every corner's got four. It's uh, it's unreal. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how yeah. much we've got here. Yeah, and um, so um, I think at the at those rec centers, and there's a place for um, like they have swimming pools, they have like basketball courts, they have full gym, they mm -hmm. have like uh, they got mats, uh, they have mats, they have ice rinks, they have like for hockey, they have um, um, and they have workout facilities. Yeah, you name it, they got it. And most of them now even have like dedicated healthcare professionals exactly. to straighten you out after you've been to the gym. Exactly. There's studios up there for like uh, for spin classes and stuff like that. So like, um, I think those, like, for me specifically, I think I like from what I've seen, those city of Edmonton ones, those public ones, mm -hmm. you don't see the guys who are, um, you don't see those like I haven't, I don't see it that much where those guys are like the ones where we were talking about those 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 gorillas who just fucking. Uh, you know, like they just the meatheads, the meatheads, the yeah, gym, right? the gym, uh, the look at me guys. Yeah, the gym, look at me. Yeah, the gym homies. Yeah, right. So yeah. like, um, but like, I think in those dedicated, just workout facilities, yeah. like you know, like Good Life or like, um, the asshole factor is significantly higher. It's way higher yeah. because you know why? Because that, that's where they congregate. They can't like yep. survive in like in a. They can't be who they want to be in a public in a public setting because if they start grunting and being like, Ugh, yeah. Ugh, and they're like, oh, swell Some on. teenager. Whatever the fuck they say, right? Yeah. yeah they, get they, your swell on. Yeah. If they do that, everyone's going look, to be looking at them like, what the fuck did you just say? What's wrong with you, man? Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you goof. And, yeah, if they go it's too not their culture. Yeah. yeah. And if they go too, because there's supervisors there too, they'll be like, excuse me, sir, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to yeah, tone that tone down. down. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tase you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that? Do you think, do you see that? In those places? Because I haven't been to a rec center in a long time, but um, I definitely don't think it's as bad. In those places, yeah. Even even when I was training about like 15 years ago, in those places, mm -hmm. it wasn't nearly as bad. Yeah, I think um, the Mills Rec Center, that one is was not too bad. The one at 17th Street over here, that one is state of the art. And That's you, very you, posh. Yeah, and no. you don't uh, you don't see any of that. There. No, man. Over, I have I have been around to the one in uh, Riverbend. Twilliger, yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm now that I'm like thinking about it, I have been to that one a few times mm -hmm. in the last three or four years, like since it opened up. Yeah. And yeah, no, not a lot. You're seeing a lot of kids in there. Yeah, there's a lot of like young kids just kind of like slacking around and goofing around. Yeah, but I mean, I can I can let a lot of that shit slide. Yeah, by the time they become a problem in my eyes, I'm not gonna see them. They're gonna leave that gym. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be like 19, 20 years old. They'll go to a good life or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, they're scrawny little teenagers just like you know clanging weights around, getting told by the supervisor to calm that shit down. Yep. I can I can almost let that shit slide. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're just dumb kids, man. Yeah, that's what you have these things. Are. That's why I have these things. I yep. just put, I just. Silence it out. Pop on your headphones. Just do tune it out. Yeah, and yeah, then do, do your workout work and get the fuck out of there. Man, I was um I was in the gym in the little VRBO that we rented in Playa, and I was sitting. I was the only one in there, and this older guy was like kind of doing his work. And I didn't really look at him because I don't look at people when I'm in there. I just kind of go do my thing. Mm -hmm. As he was leaving, he's like, "All right, young guy, something like that. All right, whippersnapper." Like he said something. I can't remember what it was. I'll see you. It's all yours, kid. And he walked out. I turned around. He looked like he was 80 years old, maybe like 85, uh -huh. and he was just yoked. Like mm -hmm. he was, he he looked like the kind of guy who, when he was 25, was probably 300 pounds of like lean, fucking steroid built muscle. Really? I was looking at him as he walked away. I was in, in, in awe of this guy, this older guy who, like Clint Eastwood, old, like six three, six four, and just stacked. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. It's like seeing him out in the wild. It's like seeing a moose in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at a moose, you're like, holy fuck, it's a moose. Take a photo. Take a photo. Somebody, you have a camera? You got a camera? Take a photo of the moose. Yeah. And you're like, that's a fucking moose out in the wild. This old guy was just walking around, just like traps, shoulders, a back on him. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was in awe of this guy. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was ridiculous. The kind of thing where you kind of want to snap a photo of him as he's walking away, but you think he's going to break your camera and your neck. Yeah. Like, it was just incredible. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love seeing uh, um, people who, like, I, I, like, I, I will... 
stare at people who are just either um, who are just like either crushing hard. Yeah. Like not like in the sense of like they should be crushing hard. Like you know like, like guys who are huge. But and you don't crushing. expect it. But I'm like yeah when you don't expect it you'll see like I'll see like uh, um, some women who are just like um, like they're um, yeah they're just they're just lean like yeah. just, just very lean. Yeah. But they're just um, they're in just remarkable crushing. shape. Yeah. Or, like I'll be, I'll see them on the. Um, on some cardio equipment or whatever, and I'll come back like a, like forty five minutes later, and they're still going hard. I'm like, good job. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah, just just destroying yeah, it. And they're just and they're sweating and everything. And I'm, just, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you know what? That's motivating. And not showy. Nope. Just doing their work, yeah. putting in their time because they don't want to be like old and useless. Yeah. This guy too was like, he wasn't crushing a stack. Like, he wasn't all the way in, like pinned to the bottom, just lifting the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He was just doing his rows, and he was just doing them, kind of getting them in, sweating it out, getting away, and then he walked away, said goodbye. Like that was the only communication we had. I was like, "Ah, oh, thank you. See you later." Didn't didn't really look when the door shut because it was right behind me. I'm in the mirror and I can I can see him walking away. Mm-hmm. And as I see him walking away, my brain is like, "Is that guy as jacked as you think he is?" Like, mm-hmm. I think he might be. We should turn and look. Well, yeah. let's turn and look, man. I turn around and sure enough, the guy was just a tank. Yeah. That that that's what I think surprised me the most. I like it when I see an older dude or even an old lady, not old lady, an old old woman, who's like in a, in better shape than you expect them to be yeah. for their age. Yeah. It's like it's like respect. Yeah, like, yeah it, it is. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's a respect because when I get to that age, I want to be stacked. Yeah, I would like to be in really good shape. Yeah, it's um, I, th- I think I think with uh, um, and I think the the, the the community gym where like the like the rec the recreational centers and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think it, it lends, it has its own like moments of like you know like every set that you have, you'll have like you know those social interactions that you're like okay that was awesome like yep. like you know you meet. You meet someone and like at a bookstore, for example, right? And like mm-hmm. the, uh, you say hi or wh- whatever it is, right? They're not trying to kidnap you. Yeah, exactly. But like, I think um, like I've had moments like in the gym where I'm just like, uh, um, there's there's opportunities for you to like to meet people or just say like, like or strike up conversation. Yeah. The gym has its own version of that. You know what I'm talking about? It really does. It's yeah. it's a, a social interaction from normal people in the gym. Yeah. Who are there for that? They want to work out and they want to put in their time. At the same time, there are nice people yeah. in the gym. There are. There's not just the asshole extrovert. Yeah. And when you do meet that person, you're like, well, that was pleasant. Yeah. That was more pleasant than I expected. And the next time you're in the gym, you're like, oh, my friend from the gym is there. Yeah. And if you see them out in the wild, you're like, hey, it's Steve, yeah. my friend from the gym. Yeah. And you, and you you guys are you guys have a dedicated place where you can meet. Yes. And so like I've had, I've had instances where like there's there's, um, really nice. Like women who are just working out, and then uh, I'll get they'll get off the app machine. I'm like, I'll I'll be, I'll be the waiting app for machine. it. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm speaking yeah, myself. and um, just ripped, and yeah. uh, and so they'll get off and like, I think one of them was like, uh, I said, are you finished? And, and she just say anything, and she just winked at me, yeah, and smiled, and I was like, you know what? I'm like, that's all yours, cream puff. Yeah, she, yeah, she <laughs> smiled and she's like that, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Like there's yeah, a, there gym, is man. Yeah, g- the gym can be like all except for like, it's like when it's like. It's a social gathering of people who just want to get in shape. Who just, that's that's exactly <laughs> that's it. Like-minded individuals who just want to not die young. Yeah. And that's what the gym is. It's a bunch of people who just want to be in good enough shape to where they get to enjoy their life well into their death. Yeah, and I'd like to think that in like well, I don't want to like say that Canada's the best at it, but like I think like in, I think you, more often than not you can go up to anybody and say like who who knows what they're doing and be mm-hmm. like, "You know what? Excuse me, um uh, I'm doing arm curls. Like, you know, like uh what's the best for, form to be doing this in or whatever it is, right? There's no mm-hmm. one else more than likely than not, I've seen it so many times where like strangers go up to people and they'll be like, they're like, yeah, man, just do it this way. Oh yeah, Canada's pretty good. I mean, Canada in general has got that feel that like, I mean, everybody's out here to help each other out for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, there is definitely there are definitely a lot of assholes up here. Like, we have oh, a yeah. lot of assholes. There's a as lot well. of assholes in here. But um, for the most part, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think when you go to somewhere like that where you have like-minded people who are all there for the same goal, mm-hmm. who are all just trying to be cool, 
and you you ask a guy, hey, I see you, uh, I see you doing something with the the arms. You're doing like hammers, like how I've never really tried hammers out before, mm-hmm. or creatures. Like they're different from what I usually do. How yeah. do you do that? Yeah, and a guy will likely be like, oh, well, this is what I tend to do. I do yeah. like this, and it works out pretty good. I know. I, th- I think people, and it's also a people's uh, opportunity to sh- to, sh- to like show off their knowledge. Definitely, which is a good thing. <laughs> Everybody likes to do that, yeah. man. People people genuinely, I think, like being asked for their advice mm-hmm. so they can show you how much they know what the thing they're talking about. Yeah, in a non dick way. Yeah, I'd like to do like the thing is like I can see myself doing that when it comes to nutrition. Yeah, and but I think I I could see myself going. Not overboard, but I'll be like, you know, like I'd have to cut it back. And I'm like, what's your, you know, what's your diet plan? I'm like, uh, for if you like, what's your goal? What's your mm-hmm. fitness goal, right? And then, uh, like, I can't, I can't tell you about form and stuff like that, right? But I'm like, one thing you should, I think what you should start out with is your nutrition. Yeah. Like, well, how are you eating and stuff like that, right? And I've kind of like, I've tried to like, um, for my friends who are listening to this, like, I've tried to like, like, uh, kind of break that down to like all my friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that and say, uh, you know, number one thing you should focus on is your, is your diet. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because how are you gonna because f- like after you work out, how are you supposed to feed yourself? Mm-hmm. You should feed yourself the right things at the right time. Yes, those two co- those two work hand in hand. They're so, married like, in this. They're married in this. Yeah. yeah. So like, and they like each other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're married yeah. and they're good at it. Exactly. It's yeah. a symbiotic relationship. Yes. So like, I diet think, and exercise are a happy couple. Exactly. So like, um, you can run, you can do a twenty k run if you want to, mm-hmm. and uh, but if you don't eat something the right things right afterwards, yep. you're not going to be able to run uh, tomorrow. Yeah, that's on you, man. Yeah. I, it's really surprising how few people think of it like that, though. They don't They don't realize that the input is going to fuel the output. Yeah. And they have no concept of it. It's like they're eating like shit. Though, like with me, I do like cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And I like to eat certain fatty foods. Mm-hmm. So I work out harder so that when I want to eat one of those things, I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. But I'm not eating that shit every day. You know, but there are people out there who are like, no, man, I just like I eat those all the time, and I work out twice a week. It's like that's not how it works, no, man. No, that's not how you work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you need have... to go get some blood work done, son. Yeah, because there's a lot going on in you that you don't know about. Yeah, I just, I think is, I just got, I just got blood work done, and I got my, I went for my, uh, um, because I switched to a pretty much non-meat diet. Really? Yeah, I just had meat yesterday at my cousin's house. Holy shit! Shout out to my cousin. Uh, he did an amazing job barbecuing. Took us twenty minutes. Oh my god! Beef and chicken, just oh, simple Jesus. with like um, green. No, sorry, orange uh, pepper, apple, and uh, green and uh, and red apple uh, salad. Coleslaw. I want I want people to hear that last part. Yeah. Because apple in a salad or apple on the grill is the most underrated fruit. Oh my god! It was um, it was incredible. Like, all you people out there who are putting pineapple on a burger, shut up. Yeah. Go try an apple. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. And if you don't do it, you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Put I'm some, judging you. Exactly. Put some olive oil. Put some sugar in a pan with some butter, oh, and just and just let and put some chopped apples in there. Keep the skin on because it yeah. will, so the apple will not break apart. Yeah, yeah. And just let it caramelize. They but, don't know what they're missing. Yeah. Put that on. Put that on some protein French toast. Yeah. Swear to God. Oh it, my God. It, it tastes so. It takes five minutes to make. Apples are are ridiculously underrated. Yeah. I mean, there are so many fruits being used, and people just don't even look at the apple. The apple's the best. Yeah. Ugh, and uh, like, uh, so like, yeah, I just, um, so I was, uh, I was on to make sure that, you know, I wasn't like missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I got it done and, um, apparently I'm, I'm fine. So, uh, that's not bad. Good, yeah. to, good to hear, man. That's yeah, good to hear. Yeah. And when I had, I think, I think it's when, you, when I have meat, a lo- when I have meat, I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. This is, uh, this is whatever. And, but when I had it, when you have it, I had it at his house and I had it well. Mm-hmm. 
After you haven't had it for a while. Yeah, I was watching the Raptors game, and I was focused more on the meal than I was on the third quarter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hell of a third quarter. That was a hell of a third quarter. Uh, to be focused on a meal when you're eating it after that performance. You're like, oh, this is a good burger. You ready to shut up? Look at the game. Nope. Yeah, and we're just good. Eat, yeah, and we're eating like these uh these this beef right off the bone. Oh jeez. And with these and with the strip where I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's falling off almost. And like the only thing I was keeping together was the fat. And uh, I was just we're just eating it, and we're all like we're we're eating it like cavemen, and we're like we're like uh, and then uh and at the end we're just like I'm like I go to my cousin, I'm like I'm like that was so delicious. Man, that's that's how all I mean people people don't appreciate food. I just don't think people do. I think people eat food to survive. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't have a good time with it. Um, I've got friends like, you know, we both know people who make these meal plans. They make their food on Monday or Sunday and they freeze all that shit or put it in the fridge. And they eat the same crap over and over again because mm-hmm. they can't, they can't muddle through making a meal every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't got time. No, no, you do. You're lazy. No. Yeah. You, you stop, yeah. You're not making time. Yeah. I have, I do a lot of stuff throughout the day. Like I've got a full-time job and I've got another full-time job that I do here and that I am busy all the time. I make a meal every day. I think about it on the day mm-hmm. I come home and I make my food. Yeah. You can do it too, man. If you're not doing it, you're just lazy. Well, you know, I got a shift job. No, you're lazy. You're yeah. lazy. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. T- Enjoy your food. Yeah. You should do, like, I think what I tell most people is that, you know what you should do? Focus on your lunch. Okay? Like, so, like. There the, you go. Yeah, you so, mean, like, the meal prep. Yeah, the meal yeah. prep. Focus on your lunch and take an apple with you. So, the yeah. apple, the apple, ha- like, apple, whatever you want to have that you'd like to have in, like, at 10 o'clock, have that mm-hmm. if, you go to, if you're going to work. So, I have an apple. Yeah. Okay? And then uh, for breakfast. I swear to God, this I I can tell you this from experience. Just have a bowl of of oatmeal, dude. Oatmeal will do wonders for your body. It'll do every yeah. Because like, and the thing is, have a bowl of it, you will not feel hungry. No, I mean, yeah, number one, it'll keep you full. Number two, your cholesterol level will go down, down, down. Like down, I mean, down. people people don't appreciate. I think oatmeal and psyllium fibers for yep. what it actually does for your blood. Mm-hmm. It's so important to like straighten out your blood first. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and don't don't not the packet stuff with the sugar in it. No, no, yeah, just get get raw, gluten free, or get that or get steel cut. Well, oatmeal is all gluten free. Not all of it. Well, I mean, depends on where it's made, right? Like if it's got something mixed into it. Well, but oatmeal by nature is gluten free. It well, Quaker. I'm not sure uh, how how much gluten uh, is in there. Hmm. But like, but Quaker. Like, but if you're not if you're not celiac, then yeah, just uh, just have Quaker. And then just um and put some water and some milk in it, like to cool it. Put some water to heat it up, and then put yeah. some milk in there to cool it down. And then get you know just make it more of a porridge. Yeah, oatmeal is not like a tough process either. It takes three minutes. Yeah, it's it's quite literally just putting a bunch of water in there, heating it all up, yeah, fluffing it. Yeah. And then pouring some milk into it. Yeah, and then and stir it up. Yeah. It takes you two minutes to eat it. You're you're in and out in five minutes. Now boil it again, reduce the milk. It, like the natural sugars in there are all gonna come out and taste yep. really good. Really good. And then next, you will and it it's it's a uh, handful of raisins if you really want sugar. Yeah, or put some blueberries in there. Oh yeah, blueberries. God yeah, damn, that's and, really and the thing is too is that it's a complex carb, so it'll burn. Yep. Slowly throughout the day, mm-hmm. and it'll make you feel it. Oh uh, yeah, it's I not just, gonna spike your insulin or anything. Never. It's so yep. good for you. I yeah, I just uh, I'm a. I'm addicted to it now. Like I just, I cannot. My day will not start without a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal is ridiculously good for you. Mm-hmm. It is. It is insane how few people really, really look at it. They think it's like a. Like the other day, we were out with some family, doing some shopping, and my one uh, family member. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus here. But the one family member was like, "Well, I don't eat carbs." I'm like, well, you're, you are. You do eat carbs. You just, you're, you shouldn't eat processed carbohydrates. Yeah. And it's like, well, I won't eat oatmeal because it's carbs. I won't eat this because it's carbs. I won't eat that because it's carbs. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I got news for you. All your deep fried shit, like your your yeah. pan seared chicken that's crusted, mm-hmm. uh, those are the things you want to eat. Just yeah. stay away from pro- from processed carbohydrates and mm-hmm. eat some sweet potatoes. Yep. Even eat a regular potato. Mm-hmm. You know, just just eat those things. Oatmeal is fine for you. 
the the concept people have on things like keto and carbohydrates and like all the devil mm-hmm. it's like no that's that's like that's why you're not getting any energy like you're you're weak because of that stuff yeah because like even like um i remember uh, I, was, I was reading something yeah but no novak Djokovic when he was uh he went on a keto diet while he was playing uh tennis mm-hmm. and he just ran out of energy yeah it'll happen i'm like to yeah because like okay for the for not everyone is like this yeah but like i think but only people who go on keto um, can experience this. Where like, if you are, if you get rid of carbohydrates, carbohydrates are your gasoline. Yeah, people don't realize when they, when it burns. Yeah, the carbs are what's burning. Yeah, people come up to me like, uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm on a, I'm like, do you eat carbohydrates? And I'm like, I have to. Yeah. If I go for, if I go for a bike ride, I can't have. I don't. I, the thing is, I don't eat oatmeal when I go for a bike ride because the thing is, like, I don't. Um, I have a, I just have a, I have a smoothie mm-hmm. that's plant based. I wait. And then, you know, just make sure that um, everything's okay. I wait for 20 minutes for everything to set settle in. To get there. And then after that, boom, go. Never go – Never, I never go exercising on a, on a – like, right after I eat, then go. Yeah, well, never. that's like – is it is it like a uh, – for you, do you feel like it's going to come back up again? Or do you just want to get it to – do you have an idea in your in your mind where it's going to get to the maximum output? I think, um, yeah, that's that, that's, that's what it. it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, I think also um, in tune with that is that um, I don't want – I want to make sure that um, I'm not, like – Having to go to the washroom, like, yeah, b- like during my during my exercise period. You don't want to poop. Well, if I can avoid that, that'd be great. <laughs> be pretty good. You want yeah, to poop your pants because, like, yeah, because like it's like um, when you're biking and you're like in the middle of you know in the middle of nowhere and there's nowhere to go and you're yeah. like, oh god, I gotta find a bush. Yeah, I know. So like, I um, I don't want to be the guy who gets picked up by the yeah. cops on the trail because yeah. I shit in the woods. Yeah. So like, what I do <laughs> is like, if it ever happens, I'm like, you hey, just hold it. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, okay, there's a Max. <laughs> there's a Seven Eleven. I'm like, just watch my bike. Okay. I'm like, so I, I actually bring my bike in, and I'm like, excuse me, do you mind if I just leave my bike here? I just have to yeah. go to watch. And they're like, everyone is, every, everyone's like, yeah, it's totally fine. It's expensive, and I have to poo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is yeah. So like, but I always like, if I, that does happen, yeah, I always make sure I buy something. Oh, oh yeah, that's a nice thing to do. That's a polite way to go. Yeah, I'll buy, especially if you're in like a mom and pop max. Yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy a sugar free Gatorade or something. Something. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think I think for like for me, I've always been a snake diet guy. Like I've always been that guy. Uh huh. Without realizing it, I was always a intermittent faster. Yeah. But I just didn't I didn't nail it down right. Mm-hmm. So now what I do is I tend to uh, I tend to have those like I won't eat before I work out at all. Mm-hmm. In the morning, like the the plant based the the vegan ones mm-hmm. have the vegan shake, the old Brendan Brazier. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I take before I work out. It's the good stuff. Yep. So I'll throw that back, mm-hmm. and then for me, it's like when I get to the gym, I get to the gym. Well, the gym being the basement, I get down here and start working out. Yeah. I get down here dungeon. and do my thing in my little dungeon. And um, that's pretty much it, right? But at the same time, at night is when I take that big protein like uh, meal in, mm-hmm. and I feel good like that. But in the daytime, it's like it's not carb loading, but it's a nice, steady input of carbohydrates. Yeah, complex carbohydrates, um, nuts, fruits, things are things that are, things I know are going to get me where I want to get to when I have my second workout in the in the evening at yeah. nighttime, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not gassed. Yeah, I'm not like super tired when I'm working out because mm-hmm. that's one right before the before the meal. Do you take do you take Vega one before you work out though? Uh, it's first thing in the morning. Do you, do you ever, okay? So like, you put that in your blender, right? Yep. Do you ever um uh, have you ever thought about like? Well, this is what I do. I'm not sure if this will help you, but like, uh, do you ever do you ever put oats in your in that raw I'm, oats? I'm gonna say uh, the way you were looking at me and saying that, I thought you were gonna ask me if I do cocaine. Well, do you, do you like? I mean, I don't really own it. That's I don't want to get deep that, in that, this. That's like, when the microphones go. Do you ever do cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever like you know, take a bump before you work out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it once. Um, the, um, I haven't done the oatmeal uh in in the shake like the the dry oatmeal i haven't done it. i haven't done that but i've had shakes that were made like that for me mm-hmm. like once or twice or whatnot when you go somewhere or somebody like there's an oatmeal of a shake or like mm-hmm. a fancy not a jamba juice but one of those places that does it yeah i have had it. i don't mind it but i have never put like a handful of oats in the in the shake yeah just like a just like a little um like like a palmful yeah this is a small like whatever in like, like that much just pot t- it's like a couple t- tablespoons 
it'll help you with. I I find that if you don't feel like you're you're not you're low on energy, or whatever, but it'll mm. help it'll help with the digestion of the vegan one as well, even further, and it'll provide provide you with more energy. That's a that's a thinker. I might have to just give that a shot. Yeah, instead of like adding like a, a thickener to it, like a banana or something like that, or adding more liquid. Yeah, yeah just just have like mix in your vegan one, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I'll tell you what I put in it. I just put like. Um, I'll have almond milk, and I'll actually I don't like I'll put it in the fridge, but like I know that when you blend it, it actually warms the milk milk up a little bit. Yeah. So I'll put my almond milk in a in the in the Vitamix and mm. or Vitamix, whatever you want to call it, and then I'll put like a you ice can call it a Vitamix. Yeah. I just in my head Vita is vitamins. Vitamix, or yeah, exactly. But yeah. Vita is Vitamix, life. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand there are two ways to say it. I'm not being a jerk. Yeah. The uh, so I put it. I put I put some. Like, I'll put like the the amount of almond milk I'm going to be using in the Vitamix. Yeah. And I'll put an ice cube in there, and I'll just I'll just I'll just. I'll just Put that on for just like to cool it down a bit, and it'll just mix the ice in the waters hmm. and, then, and the milk. So like it's ice cold, and Not then bad. I'll put like uh, then after that, then I'll put in my my powders, and then I'll put in like a palmful of like uh, of uh, of oats, mm -hmm. and then I'll blitz that. I'll put that on high so that it doesn't it doesn't uh, warm up, and just chase that down. That's not bad. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So no thickener needed. That's the only thickener you need because a lot of people add bananas too and stuff like that. Bananas are good for after workout. You don't need yeah. A you, don't, you don't need. I mean, bananas are really good for any time of day. That for whenever you yeah. don't need a banana to boost your energy before a workout. No, but they're great for after because like you're freaking cramping the potassium. The shit that's in a banana is going to exactly. help you after your after your your big blast of a workout. Yeah, and each but, um, yeah each your bananas as raw as possible. I find. What, wait, hold on. You mean like as green as possible? As green as possible. Yeah, before yeah. they're really too too too, too ripe. yellow and sugary and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. I find um, more and more now. I don't I don't know if it's getting older or I just never ate them. Too too ripe. Like I was never a super ripe banana guy. Yeah. But this this year, I found that I've had a few banana breads made by people who really blacken their bananas out. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever get heartburn. Mm -hmm. But holy shit, does that give me heartburn? Does it? Yeah, I found all of a sudden. Oh, then then cut it. Yeah. So it's out. So yeah. now when somebody does give me banana bread, I politely take it and I usually eat it and I know it's gonna happen. So I'm like chasing that shit with milk or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. I just yeah. Whatever's like causing you. I think that's one thing that. Uh, um, that's aging, man. That's aging. Because yeah. I think it's like if you're if it's whatever's affecting you and you're eating something and it, and it affects you, mm -hmm. cut it. Dude, beer. I have to get rid of beer. No. Cause now, yeah, because now when I t when I drink beer and it's not, it doesn't matter what it is if it's like a like an IPA or some sort of a lager, whatever it is. You love IPA. I remember that. Yeah. No, I do. I do not love IPA. No. No, I'm not an IPA guy. Which one? That's not me. I make fun of the IPAs. So wait, wait, I thought. Okay, what did you have when we after we saw um, Muse? I believe I had a shock top. Shock top, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. yeah, it was there, and it's citrusy, and I like it. So piss off anybody who's gonna pick on me for having that at Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime is tasty. What about what about it's a nice summer freshness beer, people? Have you tried Coors Slice? I will. I mean, it's got a slice of lime in it. Yeah, I'll give that a go. I, I'm not I'm not biased towards a nice tasty so citrus are, beer. So you, are you cutting out um, suds completely? Well, if I drink it, I get all plugged up. My nose gets all stuffed up. Oh, you're, yeah. I've never seen a guy who needs a neti pod after he's, <laughs> he drives yeah, a beer. neti pod. <laughs> You remember that lady who died from getting, using the neti pod? Yeah. She's just using tap water. Yeah. She's like blasting her sinuses with it. And like some sort of like airborne, not airborne, waterborne bug was inside the thing and just built a home in her sinuses. Yeah. Just blasted her face off. Yeah. I always use uh, Santivia filtered water. Yeah, you have I'm, to. You have to. Yeah, distilled or something. Yeah. And yeah, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, go on Santivia.ca and get yourself a get yourself a proper water jug. Or, yeah. any, or a Brita oh, or God. something. No, yeah. I, I think Santivia might be the way to go. I, yeah. I've got that Brita. And I use that one because, like, I don't know, in my head, everybody just kind of got to the point where it's like, well, you should be using something to filter your water, and you really should. Yeah. Because tap water is fine. We're in a ve we're very lucky to be in a in a first world country where our tap water is drinkable and good. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But you should probably try to filter some of this shit out of it if you can. Yeah, and just add and add some like some make it like make it more alkaline. 
the uh, alkaline. Add some, yeah, yeah, make it more like add some alkalinity to it. So uh, yeah, so I, I would re- I'd recommend Santivia's uh, the water jug at least. Just yeah. get that. The Santivia is quite nice. Yeah, the Santivia also has a fluoride filter, doesn't it? It does. It has like, a. You I think can it has get a, one of the fluoride. It filter. has a, it has a four taste four stage filter that you can just put on the jug. I just want you to give me water with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when it goes to the place over there wherever they do the water, the the place where they do the water to make sure we can drink it. Yeah. Don't put anything into it. Just just give me the clean, regular old crap that runs on the mountain. Yeah. That's all I want. And if I want to put fluoride into it, I can put fluoride into it. But yeah. I don't because Dorianates freaked me out. The whole the, the pineal gland thing. Yeah, that's right. The calcifying your pineal gland. <laughs> that's creepy, man. I mean, I was reading more and more into it. And like some people, clearly like the pro-fluoride people, them, they, the they. ones in the other line, the other, the other end of the phone, the they who say it, the they what they say. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It doesn't do anything to you. And everybody else is like, well, if you crack open a skull and grab the pineal gland from a person who lives in a place that fluoridizes the water or fluoridizes the water, yeah. your pineal is all calcified. Yeah. I, I, I don't listen to any of that shit. You know what I listen to? My uh, dentist. Your dentist? Yeah. Fluoride is good for your teeth? Uh, no, whatever he says. Whatever he says. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have fluoride in the toothpaste. Yeah. So you're brushing your teeth with it anyway. It's like, if, you, if you're drinking the water that's full of fluoride. Yeah. And, and then uh, calorie doesn't have fluoride. I don't. I'm not I sure. I believe they've pulled it out of their water. Supply. I'm not sure what they what they're. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't checked, but I'm just like, you know what? Just get yourself a water jug, get and, just, water. and then just put some water in it, and then buy yourself some replacement filters. They're dirt cheap, and just put that stuff in the fridge. And so when people come over, you'll be like, yeah, you know what? Here's some. Here's Give me some, some water. This is the best water you're ever gonna drink. Here's the greatest water yep. that will enter, that will touch thine lips. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel really good about yourself. But moving on. Uh, really not a whole lot to move on. Oh, well, kind of in line of what we were just talking about. I just watched the lost, uh, the long lost WWE infamous tape. The Tommy McGee and Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. yeah Holy so, yeah. shit. Great story, man. Yeah. If it's on the network now, I'm sure you're going to get it on YouTube in a month or so, wherever it comes out. Yeah. Um, totally worth watching. Mm-hmm. Tommy McGee was going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. In, in 1986, they wanted to replace Hulk Hogan. And they found Tommy McGee mm-hmm. in Vancouver. He trained at the Heart Dungeon. Uh, Bret Hart kind of knew who he was. Stu Hart had told Vince about him. They bring him in. Dude is like 6'5", 300 pounds, just, just stacked. Monster. Yeah, just like a stack of like a stack of pennies followed by like a stack of nickels mm-hmm. followed by a stack of quarters. Yeah. Like just V-shaped, just a beast. Good, well, like good wrestler too. Talented, had a few, few pretty good moves in his, in his skill set. Uh, moved really well around the ring. Could play nicely with other guys too. Bret Hart did a house show. That was the like the basis of the long lost tape. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't supposed to tape it. They taped it. And nobody really knew about it. Sam Roberts is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Rustling Sam Roberts, Sirius yep. XM, not uh, not the, the musician music, the musician guy yeah. there. And then you've, you got Davy Boy's kid talking about it. Um, Ty- Tyson Kid is talking about him in this little video build up. The story is great though, man. About how he has this like three year rise and fall. Mm-hmm. He just Russell shows up, blows the world away by how great he is. Bret Hart really likes him, and then he just disappears. But a really cool underlying part of the story is Vince was looking for the next uh, Hulk Hogan, not realizing he had Bret Hart there all along. All along. Man, and you watch that and you realize how good Bret Hart was. Yeah. Fuck, what an entertainer. Oh, yeah. Bret Hart was the uh, – and I think it's too is like he had um, he had the look, yep. technical skill, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the he attitude. He was the excellence of execution. Exactly. He really was. Like there was a great line where they ask uh, X-Pac there, Sean Waltman, like how good was Bret? He's like he was as good as he said he was. Yeah, he was that good. Yeah, he really was. Like when he said he's the best there, w- the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He really was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, damn. Think about that. Name a wrestler 
technically speaking, mm-hmm. better than him. That's a hard one, man. Like, okay, I've always said I don't think he belongs, for me anyway, I don't think he's on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. There there are certain people I've got on there, for better or worse, Hulk Hogan's on it. But okay, Bret okay. Hart, yeah. so, out of all those guys, I think is the most technically proficient wrestler. Okay, I, I'd say this. I would say that, I would say Bret Hart, I'd say he belongs on there because if you take everything into account or what he was, yeah. everything into account, uh, even including what happened to him, mm-hmm. um, I would say he belongs on there. On the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, because what do you want from a wrestler? I can't argue that he's, I can't argue that somebody who tells me he's not, he should be on there. Yeah. Like the reason, the reason I've got my guys on, I've got Bruno Sammartino, yeah. Ric Flair, Andre and Hulk Hogan. Okay, okay, I, I think. Okay, and correct if I'm wrong. I think. Mm-hmm. I think this is a. Um, I think this could be the underlying reason why I think you picked those people. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I think this is why I think I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, is because it's what those people did for wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But as far as technical proficiency goes, mm-hmm. I if it was me putting that thing on there, I would knock Hogan off because I. Freaking hate Hulk Hogan. I fucking hate Hulk Hogan. I would yeah. stick Bret Hart on there. Yeah. Now I appreciate what he is to the industry, mm-hmm. and that's why I think when you build a Mount Rushmore, yeah, Hogan's on there. Oh yeah. But at the same time, like Bret Hart was just the greatest. Man. Yeah, exactly. I I I I can Bret Hart to WWE to to wrestling. He was the he's the Kobe Bryant of wrestling. I think that's fair. Yeah, like just attitude. Yeah, I think and that's fair. Uh, and just technical skill. I think I think Kobe Bryant technically like. If you, about, if you talk about skill alone, mm-hmm. okay, just technical skill like dribbling, footwork, yeah. shot making, added, like he's the best ever to ever play the game. If you just, if you look at it from that perspective alone, well rounded, everything to everyone. Yeah, if you want to talk about a guy who has who's the best, best skilled player of all time, mm-hmm. yeah, I give it to I give it to Kobe Bryant. And see, the argument can be made. Yeah, the argument can be made. For that, for yeah. that, for you saying he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, and I th- that's why he belong. He belong for me is like he's he's on, he's, he's on, on the, the Rushmore for for NBA because like he's uh he took the mantle from Jordan. And yeah, I mean after Jordan, who was there? Yeah, it was a long drought. Yeah, and then Kobe became Kobe. He became Kobe Bryant. Became Kobe. Yeah, like you'll you'll ask like even Paul Gasol. He's like I played on I played after the, uh the, the, even this year they used to interview him and he's like mm-hmm. yeah there's no there's no player no comparison there's no comparison between like what. About Kobe Bryant, and even ask Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, because who would you pick between LeBron? Like, who'd you pick between uh, MJ and, uh, and LeBron? Kobe. And he said, uh, MJ. "Oh, MJ and LeBron." Yeah, he said yeah. MJ and LeBron. He's like, I pick MJ. Yeah. He's like, what do you think about what about Kobe and LeBron? He's like, Kobe. Kobe all the way. All the way. Man. Yeah, yeah. Kobe, like, like Kobe was the only guy who could like be like that asshole, mm-hmm. and people had to respect it. Yeah, because he could back it up. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a it wasn't like a a well earned assholery he didn't earn the assholery he just showed up and he was just that good yeah he was like he like that guy put in that guy put in work yeah he put in all the work and he was just that good yeah, he like, just was that good yeah like his his like people understand like his footwork yeah to be able to get his shot off like it's un, it's no one has no one had that and uh that's why he could get his shot off on anybody like, like best one-on-one player probably of all time since larry bird oh he uh, i think he's better than larry bird. <laughs> yeah. better than bird larry larry bird Larry Bird would just do things, though. Like, that's why I think, like, I always look at oh, him. No, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Larry Bird is the kind of player who would just go ahead and tell you. He was the, okay, Larry Bird was the Anderson Silva of basketball. Yeah, that's yes. that's a good way to put it. He yeah. was the one who's just, like, maybe maybe a little too cocky for his own good sometimes. And maybe not the most clutch when it came down to the right moment. But at the same time, naturally gifted. 
Yeah. Walked around and told you he was going to do it and did it. Yeah. And he told you, like, where he was going to do it, where he's going to take the shot. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it on, I'm going to shoot it on you. Yeah. And I think he was the, uh, um, he was the first person to, like, take the take t- trash talking to, like, the stratosphere. Elite level. Elite level. Elite level. Yeah. It was, it was, okay. And in that sense, he was the Ric Flair of, of basketball. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he would just tell you what he was going to do. Yeah. I think, um, to your face. Yeah. Like, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. Like, if, like, obviously, you can't compare eras. You can't compare coaches. And all no, stuff, it's right? impossible. It's impossible. It's right? impossible to do that. But, like, um, I'm confident that mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant in his prime, yeah. if he came into this league today, the way the defense plays right now, yeah. I'm, and, if he, if he said like I'm gonna do this, which Kobe Bryant like once he puts his mind to it, he's gonna do, he'll do it. Yeah, Kobe Bryant could score 100 points in a game. I think it's I think that's not unlikely. Yeah, I think he could do it in this NBA. This this it, this today's plausible. NBA. In today's NBA, it is plausible easily. That he could do 100 points. Yeah, in I, game. I, I not not easily, but I, I like if he did it, I'd he like, yeah. could do it. Yeah, if, I if mean, any player could do it. Yeah, it'd be him. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous how well he was able to. He scored eighty one. Eighty one is crazy. Back in the day, imagine like, and that was when when defense was a little bit was a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. Now defense is is nothing. Imagine like, if Kobe just had like, in his prime, like Kobe in his prime and like playing against these guys right 100 now. Hundred point player. He he scored hundred points in a game. Man, goddamn. Yeah, that's uh, watching that, basketball yeah, again. Yeah, that's uh, that's my take because the NBA right now is not that fun. Like. That's well, it's a different sport. Yeah, because that's why yesterday's game was so much was so much fun because they were playing hardcore defense. That's yeah. what that's what that's what I loved. Yeah, I mean, watching a good defensive stack is is a lot of fun to watch. Just watching two people having to figure out yeah how we're gonna get past this defense because it's, it's probably r- the most fun thing of any sport. Yeah, because it's uh it's it's rare now because no mm-hmm. one plays defense. Yeah, nobody plays defense. Everybody wants to be an offensive giant. Yeah, everybody wants to be a playmaker. Yep. So it's changed, right? I mean, yep. the the style of defense, the way it used to be in every sport, has changed now. To where back then, when you watch how you had these like brick walls that were set up, and now it's just not like that in any sport. No, I I think the the fact that yeah, it, it, it just two teams that two just, just had a one superstar on each team. Yeah, but there was just it was just team basketball going back and forth. No one scored over thirty points in that game. That's crazy. It was just all team based and bench and and bench versus bench. Like See, that's I mean that's what I miss about eighties and nineties basketball. Exactly. You had like real defensive teams. Yeah. Like the Bulls were so dominant because they had a friggin' brick wall. Yeah. They had a solid defense. And now you just don't see that anymore. You don't see that anymore at all. And, uh, um, yeah, fucking so good job, Toronto. I'm so happy for Toronto. It was pretty great, huh? I did not see the game. Oh, it was crazy. Like, yeah, I did some, not watch it. And some of the plays there just reminded me of 90s basketball, just hardcore defense. Really? And they just let them play. I you see that's that's it too, right? No whistles. Let no him whistles. let him do it. Because not yeah. everything is a friggin' foul, man. Yeah. Just let him keep moving. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no no one was like barely anyone was crying over calls. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh man, are you serious? And they're like they're like, okay, just move on. Just keep playing. Yeah. And they like, keep moving. Just disciplined teams and uh, Kawhi Leonard just he was that good, huh? Holy crap! Man. The shit he was doing that game, like offensive rebounds. Um, he hammered one. He hammered a left-handed dunk down on Giannis. Oh wow. It was pretty brutal, and that, that after that, they were like, "You got the adrenaline going." All right. And then he went, and then one point in the fourth quarter, he stepped out of the game. Third quarter, fourth quarter, he stepped out, hmm. and so the bench came in, and they just fucking started scoring like crazy. Oh, really? And then they're like, "Holy crap!" Then Yon, then uh, Kawhi came back in, mm-hmm. and after that was the end of that. Shit, man, that's that's pretty remarkable. First time. Yeah, and I think that's why Toronto's probably gonna get hammered by Golden State is because like, I'm much because the Bucks at that at that point right now they mm-hmm. don't have the experience. They're not that yeah, yeah, old. Yeah. They're not that old of a team. Yeah, they, they, young they'll, they'll, team. Yeah, if they keep that core together, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna yeah. go hot. They're gonna go places. But like, um, for a team that and even Toronto, they've never been to the finals before, right? Yeah, Kawhi has. 
Yeah, like, he, he, he has. And you, and you want a championship? Well, the Raptors MVP. have not as a team, yeah. The Raptors haven't, right? So, and they're going up against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Who have been there a, so a many. veteran team. They've been there five straight times. This With this team. With this team, yeah. yeah. And so, Golden State, yeah, I think they're going to roll right over Toronto. That's that's tough, man, because Golden State is kind of like the closest you're going to get to like a, uh, a 90s Bulls in this era of basketball. Where we've got like a legacy team that's been together this long. This team won't be there that much longer, but they're mm-hmm. still a major threat. Yeah. And you got like probably the greatest clutch player ever in modern basketball. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Steph Curry might not be a, a season-long guy, but man, when it comes down to the playoffs, he just shows up. He's uh, yeah. There's um, and they got Clay, they got Draymond yeah. Green, they got uh, Andre, Green they too, got man. like they got, and then when they got Boogie Cousins, like he might, like he's probably gonna come back earlier than Durant does. And when, when those two come back, holy mm-hmm. shit, that's like, gonna be crazy. Durant, like when he's not around, you miss it. Like <laughs> I don't watch basketball so much anymore, mm-hmm. but like that dude, when he's not around, like when you do, when I do watch, you miss it. Yeah, when he's and, out there. Oh yeah, he'll do things that'll he'll blow, he'll blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. And so like he's not afraid to hit any like, take any shot. He's like Curry, mm-hmm. but uh, Durant's just like he's unstoppable. I think that's a big part of it for me this year was I didn't want to be a bandwagon jumper, so I didn't just hop on to basketball again this year and start watching. Oh, you can, but it's been <laughs> yeah, you can. But I, I've never basketball liked that. is such a flaky sport right now. So, yeah. yeah, but I mean like I have not watched continuously like game to game. Every team it gotta be like fifteen years. Like it's been a long time. Since I didn't. I, I barely follow the regular season. There's no point. You know. Yeah, who's, just, you know who's gonna get to the finals. You do, but at the same time, I do like watching sports. I like. I like watching people. This is my thing about sports. I don't like watching like uh, like certain things like soccer all year long because I think it's too much. Too much movement with nothing like no consequence. Yeah. But I do like watching basketball and football, mixed martial arts, boxing, whatever it is. Yeah. When you see players as a team or as an individual who just know what they can physically do mm-hmm. like watching somebody kind of put on a clinic i love watching that oh then you would have watched you would have loved Kawhi leonard yeah and i like yeah. watching the evolution of that throughout a year mm-hmm. like I, I do enjoy watching especially in hockey too when you see a player who's finally found their niche in their team they found out what they do in the team well mm-hmm. and they just like back in the day with schmied yeah when yeah. schmied was blocking shots like crazy yeah and he could see a wind up and know it was going to go better than a goaltender could yeah and he would move. I mean, that guy had so probably, probably still has so many bone spurs just moving around his body from the yeah. pucks that he ate. Yeah. But just watching him move, and you're like, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He's going to get hit by 40 pucks this game. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this goes. Oh, yeah. So uh, when, when I see a player who's kind of found out what they can do and how they're going to do it and what their their character is on the team, mm-hmm. I just I, I love that. Yeah. And so. that was a big part of basketball for me. I really enjoyed watching that in basketball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So. So we'll see. We'll see if I get back next year. All I know is that when we die, those who love us will miss us. Where the hell did that come from? You haven't heard that? Where's that from? Okay. Um, that's that's dark. Yeah, of, co- of course. But- okay, so like you know we did that podcast where like we should all be like Keanu? Yeah, yeah. So basically Keanu Reeves was on uh, – was on Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. uh, you know, about for John Wick uh, 3, right? <laughs> he started waxing Zen. Yeah, so like, he was talking, and they were, like, having a – it was a great conversation at the end. They were talking about uh, – I think they started talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the new one that's coming out, right? Yeah. And he's, like, talking about the space, tearing apart the space-time continuum. It's like, oh, then we all – you know, we're all going to die and stuff like that. And then Stephen Colbert asks ask, – uh, he asks uh, um, Keanu Reeves, like, what do you think happens when we die? And then Keanu Reeves just went sober. He was like, he was, he looked, he had a sad look <laughs> on his face. Yeah. Because he's been through so much when that it comes to death, That dude's been through some shit. And so he just said, like, all I know is those who love us will miss us. And then the whole crowd just went, oh. Ooh. And then, Poignant. and then Stephen Colbert just starts smiling and he just shook his hand and he's like, and it, that went, that went viral. 
Really? Yeah, you, you can Google it. Wow, I will. I'm see a thing. I don't watch Colbert. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch Colbert at all. Yeah, I don't I, like that guy. Yeah, I just. I just watch that. I just want to watch that interview. Yeah, the interview does look really cool. I mean, that, that sounds cool. Yeah, sounds Col- really yeah. Cool. Colbert is like he's not. He's not even close to what he used to be. I, no, I, I, I don't like that show at all. I, I didn't mind him when he was playing the character. Yeah. But now when I see the real version of him, he's a weirdo, man. He's a, yeah, he's just... I, I, he seems like, insincere he, in everything he says. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the comedy bits about, like, even, like, his uh, his comedy bits on politics and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You're just pandering to, like, the base and stuff. It's nothing... There's nothing critical. Yeah. That, that's why I like Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers is... I like him. He's cool. Yeah, Seth Meyers is a goofball. Yeah. He's... Uh, his closer look stuff and all the weird crap that he pulls. Yeah, because even... even uh, have you seen a... Uh, what I recommend is like, and even the listeners, watch Seth Meyers on First We Feast. Oh f- no! What, Do you know what First, First We Feast is? No, no, I don't know what that is. Okay, you know that that show where that on that internet show. I feel like we've talked about it. though. Yeah, it's like that show where like everyone eats hot wings with those sauces, and they have to. The guy asks them questions while they're dying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so like that. Yeah, Bill, yeah. That Bill Burr's been on it. All these celebrities have been on it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and Seth Meyers was on it. He had a really bad reaction. Really? He was like. Like he had to like drink milk and he was, he started hallucinating. He's like he started hallucinating and just he's crying and oh, it was great. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah I, I like him. I I like that he keeps things less I, um less like uh what what's the word I'm looking for, um satirical. Yeah, like he's he's kind of just giving you a recap of the absurdity that he witnesses. Oh yeah, and 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 he's a big DC comic book nerd. Yeah, well he he wrote a few comics. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done some work in the uh, in the field. He had Tom King on, and that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, ex CIA operative Batman writer Tom King. Yeah, leaving Batman, and starting his own series again. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I like think, Tom King. Yeah, I like, I like Seth Meyers too. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like that hard, like um, like just making the mockery stuff. I don't like Trump. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like Trump, but I don't need to. I don't need to see a cartoon of him every time. No, it's just, I yeah. get that he's a cartoon. Yeah. You already know he's a cartoon. Yeah, because he's not like really he's not digging for news. He's just talking about the headlines. And yeah, like, he's Seth, he's a recap. Yeah, Seth is more like uh um like he's like not like uh, like you can't take everything at face value, but at least Seth makes it like interesting interesting and funny. Yeah. So like like so he balances the two. Whether it's like Stephen Colbert just says what he says on the headlines and makes a punchline out of it, right? Well, he's a leftist. Yeah. Whereas Seth Meyers is like telling you both, like he gives you the absurdity of both ends. Yeah. Like there is more goofiness coming out of the right right now. Yeah. But he also, he kind of makes fun of the left as much as he can as well. Yeah. And I think the thing is too is that when people say like, you know, like if you, can you be, can you still like do political commentary and try to be funny when the, when most of the news is coming on the left and yeah. they're, they're the ones who are providing you with the most of the, like most of the material. You mean the right? No, let's say the left. Like, let's say. Let's, oh, can the left be funny? Let's say the okay. let's say the right was like, you know what? They're okay. Like, they're let's say they got a guy who's actually pretty uh pretty moderate, good. Yeah. and he's like, he's like, you can't really make fun of him and stuff like that. So um, let's so let's say let's say you got George Bush back in office, for example, right? Mm-hmm. But then the left, you got like, let's say Joe Biden went crazy or whatever, right? Just so if Joe Biden just went Biden, yeah. So like, or if you got Hillary in there and she started doing some ill shit or whatever, yeah. right? Um, yeah, you. I think you. Uh, I think, I think. Seth and all those guys. I think I'm not sure if Colbert would do it, but like, I yeah, think, I uh, think he'd toe the line. Yeah, on the left side. But I mean, look at what happened. When Clinton was going through all his shit. Yeah, people smashed him on a regular basis. Yeah, like he was, he was a laughing stock. He's a womanizing goofball. Yeah, that's true. But like, that, that's definitely screwing true. everything in office. That's true. But but in today's political climate, and yeah. today and today in today's oh, social media climate, that's a good point. Yeah, I that's think, a good point. I think um, it'd be like oh. Uh, you can't. Uh, the the leftists like they're they're weak. They'll, they'll be like the left takes everything so personally. Exactly. Like I mean, they take everything so personally. Yeah, you have to be able to like to hammer it on both sides. I mean, the, that's the problem with like when you're that far left. It's like everything becomes like a ev- anything you comment on, on anything to do with them becomes an attack on their character. Exactly. 
And it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. And they they, they became they become who they hate. Well, they're crybabies. They're crybabies. Like the, the hard left is crybabies. Yeah. The hard right is making these like ridiculous moves, and they're super goobers. Yeah. And they're doing all this dumb shit, and then you kind of attack them on the stupid crap they're doing. And there is like an aspect of the left that goes too far into almost like you know you're you're punching down. Like it feels like you're punching down. Yeah, now. It, yeah. It feels like you're part like you you're excluded and you're 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 not part of the uh, you're not part of the team if you're not doing that. And then, and then yeah. they, they they if you don't agree with them, you'll uh you know you'll get like they'll say like you'll say like oh you don't agree with us that means you're 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 an idiot. Yeah, it's just weird, man. And like and so. Um, like both sides are so gross. I know. Did you? Oh, did you hear about Ben Shapiro when he went on that uh, on BBC? Yeah, he's gross too. Did what you see do you what, do? Do you, do you, do you see what see what happened? No. He was on. He was being uh, interviewed by. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of the person, but he was like a old. Like this guy's old, mm-hmm. and he's been around like a while. He's established like well respected. Yeah, he's like yeah. a well respected journalist. And uh, Ben Shapiro didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. and so he went on there. And then so this guy was grilling Ben Shapiro about like uh, you know about the you know the abortion things that are going on in Alabama right yep. now. So we're talking about. I was that. there just now. Yeah. Well, I was in the states just now. Yeah. So like, uh, so he was talking about that. Then Ben Shapiro's like, "Are you?" Uh, he goes, "Why can't you just say you're a liberal instead of like tra- trying to target like all the people here who do, targeting all the Republicans who say that we're not like we're unfeeling and stuff like that, right?" Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, "And so uh, he goes, are you a, just, say, just say you're a liberal, just say you're a leftist, just say that." And then so guys like, and then the guy said to Ben Shapiro, he's like, "You have no idea how how, how ridiculous that that claim is." Yeah. And so this guy's actually a Republican. Is is he? Well, he's, he's a right wing. He's a right wing, yeah, right? Conservative. But he's like he goes. I but my job is to ask people who has the, who have an opi- a different opinion of mine or different views to ask you the questions, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. And then Ben Shapiro walks off. The, he walked off the set. Get out, really? And so, uh, so they went viral that he's like, oh yeah, he chickened out. He oh, I had out. no idea. Yeah, and so he chickened out. Then Ben Shapiro went on. Uh, he tweeted out. He said, you know what? I did not do my research. He goes, I got my ass kicked. He goes, yeah. Well, take, that's cool. Good he, for him. And he said, he goes, I'm taking on the chin. He goes, my apologies to him and the, yeah. to everybody. He goes, like, yeah. He goes, oh, he goes, always fact check before you go on the wow. show. And he said, yeah. To- and he was laughing about it. He's like, yeah, totally my fault. Did not hear about that. Yeah. I mean, I am, I am by no means a Ben Shapiro fan. I always feel like he is the smartest dumb guy in the room or the dumbest smart guy in the room. I think he's. I think he speaks too fast, and he doesn't get like, and he he talks, he doesn't really get a point across, and yeah. like, he doesn't talk about anything. He does exactly what I don't like about Jordan Peterson. And like I, there's a lot that I do like about both of them, yep, about Peterson absolutely. and Shapiro. But he does the one thing that pisses me off the most about guys like that, is they don't correct the narrative. I think that I think my you might share this opinion as well. Is I I like those two. When they're being when they're having a conversation with someone who can keep them honest. Yeah, but I mean it's hard to find though. There's one guy who can do that. Joe Rogan. Sam Harris. Sam Harris can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rogan does it. Yeah, and Rogan does it yeah, too. Yeah, Rogan does it too. Yeah, and I Sam think- Harris does it, but at the same time, like Sam Harris is in a he's in a different level, man. I don't think they know how to talk to him. I no, don't think yeah. anybody knows how to talk to no, him. No, they don't. And the thing is, like, uh, like especially when Ben Shapiro had the Sam Harris on their show. Yeah, on his show, I watched the one from thing. a few months ago. Yeah, I yeah. watched. I watched that. Uh, I watched the whole thing. That was a very like good sobering, uh, you know, just conversation about um, different points of view. Like, you know, they can they can they can disagree on religion and yeah. stuff like that, right? But like at least it's like. It's a sober intellectual, um, you know, conversation. I think that's what happens. I think they end up having to talk to him at a different level because they realize how outgunned they are. Yeah, and like the, even like even the debates between Sam Harris and uh, Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah, it's like Jordan Peterson would just would just talk about things, and uh, what I found is that there, um, I found that Sam Harris always had to like unwrap something for him, mm-hmm. whereas like instead of like giving it to him and to be like, you know what, can you see it from this angle? And Jordan Peterson really talks with his hands a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was uh it was like 
uh, he had to break it down for him like 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 a lot, right? And Jordan yeah. Peterson is is a very intelligent person, but like uh, it's um, it's weird to see someone like that when you see someone uh who's in the news. He's he's on. You see him. He's like he's out. Well, he's always in command. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you see Sam Harris, who is like not really, um, you don't see him that much when he comes in there, and you're just mm-hmm. like, holy shit! Like that's uh, um, it's 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 be, that's like being undressed. You're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. There is a very sobering uh look at those people. Yeah. And it really is. It comes down to where like I mean, I'm not I'm not the I'm not the biggest Sam Harris fan. I like I like the guy's viewpoints a lot. Mm-hmm. Again, there's some things I disagree with it as well, mm-hmm. but. He does have a way of making you realize how outgunned you are. Yeah. Like you walk in there thinking you've got your shit together. Mm-hmm. And he just shows up and he's like, well, this is why you don't. And this yeah. is why I'm going to show you that you don't. And then all, all of a sudden I don't. Oh, yeah. he's right. He did show me. Holy shit. I'm going to go. Is there a blanket? Yeah. Can I get a blanket over here and a cup yeah. of warm milk? Because exactly. like he yeah, just exactly. schooled my ass yeah, back to where's, fucking. Where's my Linus blanket? <laughs> yeah. Where's my Linus blanket? I'm just gonna suck my thumb over here. Yeah. The one thing I don't like, the reason I don't like, and I've said it before, and it's it's not like I'm beating a dead horse, but it's the. The problem, my problem with Shapiro, my problem with Peterson is, there is there is a defense that they're making, and there's a certain curt way that they defend it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. they don't actually correct what is wrong with your argument. Mm-hmm. Like my and and the prime example for me is the idea of white privilege. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think that white privilege exists the way the narrative of the left is trying to push it. Mm-hmm. I think it's white luxury. Mm-hmm. I think that you have a certain luxury in being a white person in this world. You can walk with a certain invisibility. Yeah. And there's a group that you can walk into and be invisible with, mm-hmm. and they'll suddenly not realize who you are, mm-hmm. that you're, oh, you're you're disenfranchised, poor white person who we would attack, but we won't because a black guy's here now. Yeah, and I think um, I think when you're coming down to, like, if it's a, if it's, if it's a, if it's a sober debate, mm-hmm. and um, if white privilege doesn't exist, like I saw one, um, there was one debate, I think uh, with Sam, it was with uh, Jordan Peterson, um, and... This one, um, I think he's a university, university professor. He's um, and he's African American, and uh, it was they were going they were going back and forth, and they were trying to keep it uh, they're trying to keep it civil. And then this guy said about uh, he meant then race came up, yeah, which was uh, had nothing to do with what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that this guy said, uh, uh, he was saying, yeah, man, you're uh, it was, yeah, and he talked about race and talked about white privilege, and then uh. Then Jordan Peterson, which and to be fair, Jordan Peterson, he actually talked about. He's he brought up a fair point. He's like, yeah, he goes, I've, he goes, yeah, I'm, I am white. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't change that. Yeah, he goes, I've had privileges. I've also had like, uh, um, I've also had like, you know, other things dealt to me that get that gets rid of that privilege. Mm-hmm. But bringing up race in this thing, and he's like, bringing bring up race in this, uh, in this debate, he goes, that's a hell of a thing for you to say. Yeah, you just you're just trying to score a point. Yeah, like I and this is coming from a person yeah. myself and you, I think as well. I mean, from what I do know about us, um, we've had many situations where not being white has been a disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, I've I can I can tell you, having worked in the bar, having worked in in a lot of places where I have, where I was the minority. Yeah, but I've also had a position where I've got authority. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not easy being that guy, because you walk up to a group of people and you try to explain something to them, and you're not white and they are. Mm-hmm. It's always an issue. It's always like a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, well, now I got to fucking deal with these guys. And then I'm going to go over there and it's a you and what army situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, you got to quiet it down because you're being assholes and smashing bottles against the wall. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you and what army? Go get some more guys and then come back here. It's like, well, no, I'm not going to. Now I'm just going to get aggressive. Yeah. It's like that's always been the situation, especially in bars, mm-hmm. being a minority. But if a white person goes to that table, says, hey, guys, you got to cool it down. You guys are smashing bottles. We're going to be cool, but you mm-hmm. got to cool it. And they're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, guy. 
Yeah. Don't worry about it. Sorry, guy. We were assholes. We get it. Mm-hmm. Then they'll keep breaking balls, get kicked out regardless. But the 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 pushback that you get just isn't there when it's white on white as opposed to when it's brown on white. Yeah. Like, or black on white. Or, or person of color on white. Mm-hmm. You know? So I do understand that. But at the same time, I know people who have been, and this is anecdotal, but at the same time, I'm sure you can get this anecdote from a lot of people. I know a lot of white people who are not wealthy, who grew up poor, who had to struggle against other white people to get what they needed to get so they could get ahead and provide for their family. Yeah. And I so th- where's the privilege there, right? Yeah, because like there's um there's more there's definitely more white people in North America than there are anybody else. Yeah. And so uh so far. So far, yeah. <laughs> Currently. And um but like there's also um there, but there's also a, like a a grow- I think there's a growing a, a growing uh community that's saying like uh uh and it comes with like especially like in probably in the black community as well, like mm-hmm. especially in in America, who are saying like, why are you still talking about a white white uh, white privilege? Yeah, he's like, what? He goes, why don't you stop complaining about it and do something about do it? Do something about yeah, it. Yeah, like why don't you just like he goes, no one's stopping you from like, no one's stopping you from going to school. Mm-hmm. No one's. He goes, you you make what your life what you want, but you what you want. But I I do see the other side of the argument of that as well. There, there, yeah, there, oh, there, there are, are people right? trying yeah. to keep you yeah. down when you're not white, right? Yeah, but 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 you, you but you can't use that as an excuse not exactly. to try. That's right. You yeah. can't use that as an excuse not to try or as an excuse to just simply fail. Yeah, to fail by right? default. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, and then he was saying like why goes he and he was saying like how come East Indian people don't don't talk about white privilege why don't Chinese people talk about white privilege mm-hmm. right now they the, obviously maybe there are right but like uh, oh there definitely are but yeah. I see where you're going yeah but the they, culture but, is different yeah but they don't make it a, their national platform right the yeah. culture is different yeah they 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 beat they, they they will beat like Indian people East Indian people especially on the West Coast everywhere mm-hmm. they'll beat you by um, putting their head down and putting in that down, work yeah. man it's Who, like they will they will put their head down. And they will hammer their head against the wall, yeah, until they get in. Because I think it's, I think it's, it's a culture thing. It is a culture thing. Yeah, I think it definitely is a culture thing. Yeah. Asian cultures definitely are more about, you know, what we're gonna, we're gonna best revenge is living well. Exactly. Our best revenge is we're gonna put our head down, and we're just gonna fucking do it. Yeah, East Indian culture is like, you know, you you do this, or I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Exactly. Yeah. You want your cat back? It's very like Russians. Yeah. <laughs> you want your cat back? Well, get those A's. Yeah. If you don't get your cat, if you don't get those A's, you're gonna get a dog back. You know mm-hmm. why? Because I killed your cat. It's like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, you want another one? Yeah, let me, let me let, let's see the next let's see, let's see the next report card. Yeah, there there is definitely that. I mean, like again, like going back even further than that, when you want to talk about the idea of white privilege being pushed to the 1800s or the mid 1800s, when a lot of Irish early 19s, when a lot of Irish were coming over, mm-hmm. there were this is an argument, not an argument, but a uh, a meme that I put up when a guy I knew on Facebook, he had this thing up about um, minorities coming and taking all our jobs. He put this little poster up. It was one of the Willy Wonka things where Willy kind of has his hand on his fist or his head on his fist. And it's yeah. like, the, oh, really? So blah, 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 blah. That funny meme. Mm-hmm. So he put up this thing about, oh, you want to come here and uh, take all our jobs and complain about this and that and that? Tell me again how you're getting all the, how you have privilege against you. So I, was, I put up the meme about the Irish and the gorilla. Yeah. They put an Irish and an orangutan suit, I think, or a mm-hmm. gorilla suit. I had him on a barrel, and it was an anti-Irish sentiment mm-hmm. that was posted on the walls in New York City in the turn of the century mm-hmm. about how they were less, um, they were worth less than black people because black people did the work, and they were essentially just like drunken Irishmen coming here. Like we've got, we've got all these black yeah. guys here who we kind of treat like cattle because we're fucking, you know, slavery and yeah, watch, watch gangs of New York. That, yeah, and they're yeah. worth something. Mm-hmm. But what's the Irish doing? They're worth nothing. You know why? Because all they do is drink and fuck and sleep and die. Yeah. It's like, well, that's pretty hard, man. Yeah, I know, but that thing is like, that's um, what did uh um uh, what's his face uh, um, like in Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Is that yeah? What do you say? What did um? I haven't seen it yet, but you go ahead and spoil it. Yeah, he said um, uh, every every generation mm-hmm. has been built on the backs 
of an of a of a disposable workforce. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something that we have exploited. Yeah. As much as we can exploit. That's weird when you look at the anti-Irish sentiment across uh, the turn of the century. They thought the Irish were absolutely useless. Like they they couldn't be a workforce. Yeah. They exploited the blacks that came here. Yeah. That was, in, they, with they slavery. Was, yeah. That was the bedrock. Yeah. They yeah. didn't come here. That were forcefully dragged here. Mm-hmm. They exploited the shit out of them. They used them as much as they could. They disposed of them. But they didn't even look at the Irish man. It was pretty rough. So I mean, that's like there are things like that that I look at, and I think there you can make the argument that there is a certain luxury there. Like when you can hide in plain sight as a white person because they're not going to come after you no. because they've got somebody else who looks different than them they can go after. Yeah, because yeah, you're um because you yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, um yeah, because the thought process back then was that yeah. um, black people were considered just like even like they weren't they were considered subhuman. Yeah. Yeah, but so they were still usable. They were they, they were they were disposable they were cattle. Course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's brutal, man. It's brutal how people treated people. Yeah. And then I know there are, there's the issue of like changing um definition as well, which is happening now. Like the the definition of racism is changing as as we as we speak, right? As the world is moving on. Mm-hmm. The definition of privilege and luxury is changing. So I get that there is that as well, but I'm saying when you come right down to it, I think there is a uh, a deliberate like lack of education in what people want to do when they tell you about luxury and privilege and racism. Yes, for there's sure. a deliberate misinformation in like the in the narrative right now. The narrative that the other thing is that is that we've talked about this before is that um, our our lifestyle right now is changing. Mm-hmm. Everything, every aspect of life is changing at a rap, like at a more rapid pace than it was a year ago, yeah. two years ago, three years ago. Right, everything is changing at a faster rate. Right, so that means everything is changing, and so. The like you talk about racism, you talk about um, uh, pronouns for like people who are who are of who change their who change their gender, mm-hmm. um, which is what what Jordan Peterson is based on pretty much his uh, through no fault of his own what his his career is based on now mm-hmm. as uh, and um, I don't think I think that's 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 an unsustainable uh, um, way to live. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's like it's just going to cause more more divide. Between people, absolutely, and um, and the like, like everything is changing so fast, Te- and, and like, and it's spearheaded by technology, oh, access, yeah. access to information, getting your opinion across. It's uh, Moore's law, right? Where it's like the amount of transistors on like a piece of silicone that you can fit on that doubles every ten years, two years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're kind of doing that with the way people think, like mm-hmm. the Moore's law of humanity. Yeah, like every ten years, the amount of divide based on information just doubles. Yeah, and it's a weird thing too. Or ideology, not or ideology. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you have access to all this stuff yet. Like um like life is like obviously there's there's benefits because mm-hmm. like you know life expectancy is going higher and higher and higher and stuff yeah. like that right but um our, our you know the Earth is not getting any healthier yeah man <laughs> so like is it gonna is is it gonna be is it gonna be around and we have and we have the technology here to to fix everything right but complacency the complacency yeah. and the resistance Fear, to change the resistance to change yeah and then politics yeah uh you know so one side the Republicans do not want um they don't care. It's a pseudoscience, global yeah. warming. It's weird, Climate right? Change. Yeah. Like it's it's so strange. Like you could be just changing your ideology a little bit and still make the same amount of money by trying to save the world. Yeah. But you won't because you're so stuck in the way you've been doing things. Yeah, exactly. That's um uh and it's well, it's, it's my brain roadmap idea, right? Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. there's very few uh um there's yeah, I just it, it, it the thoughts are concrete, man. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's sobering and it's sad. Yeah, it is really sad. Like yeah. in general. Man, we got we got kind of dark there. At the yeah. End. So um yeah. So sorry for I, going dark. I know. Yeah, I, I have puppy dog eyes right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's try to get something lighter here. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Let's see. 
Um, I, the Google Pixel 3a looks nice. <laughs> Is that, yeah. I was going to throw some tech out there for you to be cooler or be nicer at the end. Okay, you know what? All I got in my list here is fucking deep fakes, the flying Tesla. Huawei is trying to like take over your identity or okay, like okay, spy me, on you. Okay, let me. Okay, let, I'm gonna get, get into two things. Okay, when it comes to smartphones. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into two. Okay, number one. No, no, take your time. Okay, so number one, we Huawei. Got time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Huawei is saying that they don't like. They are a tech company. Okay. Mm-hmm. They are state-run tech company. They're, they're, that's the thing. They're well, state-sponsored. They're state-sponsored. Yeah. But they're not state-run. Yeah. So they they're they're not take they're not beholden to. China mm-hmm. to share their dead da- their data. That's no. what they're saying. That that and I believe that is true. I believe that's true. However, the evidence of them hoarding data that mm-hmm. they shouldn't be taking from your device mm-hmm. is significantly more than anything Google or Apple has done. Yeah. So there's so basically maybe not Google, but Google is doing it in a way that that doesn't seem as shady as what Huawei is doing. Yeah, so I think um, so with Huawei, I think uh, um, I would love to have one of their phones. I think they look cool. They do make nice devices. Yeah. So, um, but uh, um, but when Huawei- you do a deep dive into the way they collect data, mm-hmm. that is definitely shadier than anything anybody else is doing. Yeah. So I, I think with with Huawei is that um, um, they're gonna have to um, source parts from somewhere else. Yep. They're gonna have to come up with a new um, operating system. Well, they're working on a new operating system. Yeah. Um, they have to have internal storage only now. Yeah. Because SD, the SD council of whatever that is, mm-hmm. has now said no more. Yeah. So they can no longer have a micro SD slot or make micro SD or SD cards. That's done. So what do you think? Th- what's the backlash from China? Do you think? What do you think they're going to do to Apple? Well, I mean, we're already kind of seeing it, right? Yeah. I, mean, I think there's going to be some sort of like a, well, at least some sort of taxation or sanctions on the way Apple makes their stuff as an American company. Like, I, I think that's part of this whole uh, sanctions. This whole trade war, I think that's all part of it. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, so. In that, I think you're seeing Apple get hurt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which, which is like something Apple cannot afford to do. <laughs> well, I think Apple saw it coming because they've yeah. got that giant facility in India now. Yeah, I mean they're making sixes, uh, the current SE crop that is still out there, mm-hmm. whatever whatever they were making, and the sevens I believe are all being made in India now. Yeah, no. Do, do you think now? Do you think India is gonna like? How do think? How do you think India is gonna receive Apple? I think India is happy to have them. I think India has been trying hard to change their identity for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think having an Apple facility, um, pumping out phones and making them out there is going to be good for them. And I think they're going to have to make good phones. I do you think? Okay, what do you think of the price point that they can charge to like people in India? Because it is lower. It is lower. It is lower. When you look at the actual price point they're hitting them with, mm-hmm. um, there it's. I don't know how they're doing it. It's not significantly lower, but it is coming in at a price point where they're looking at it and saying, "Well, this is reasonable." Where India itself is saying it's reasonable. Now that is, they're making older phones. Yeah. They're making older generation phones for an Indian market. Yeah. So that's probably how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And they're being made right there and being shipped right there so they can keep a lot of costs down. Yeah. Um, but the quality of device, it's not like you're getting a made in India iPhone you're as getting... opposed to a made in China iPhone. Mm-hmm. You're getting an iPhone. Yeah. That's like the quality control is there. The uh, the parts are the, what you would expect from them to have. It's not like a plastic screen instead of a glass screen. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's be realistic. A lot of shit made in India sucks. Like, a lot of things made out there are crap, but they make really good t-shirts, and they're exploiting those little kids' fingers pretty hardcore to make those shirts in Bangladesh. That is true, yes. And I think the same thing's going to happen with the iPhone. I think the quality control is going to be there. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it is there. We have seen it there. Yeah. I think if you bought an iPhone uh, SE, you bought an iPhone SE, probably maybe made in India. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Um, so, yeah, though that's um, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, what do you? Th- I'm not sure if you took a look at it. What do you think of the Sony Xperia 1? 
Oh, it's not bad. I love it's, it. It's all right. It's it's a nice phone. Um, it's a different aspect ratio. I think twenty one by nine, right? Twenty one by nine. Yeah. I think that's my only beef with it. Is like, why are you making phones that don't fit in pockets anymore? Like, mm-hmm. just make me something that's four inches, man. Make me a four inch screen. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not my thing. Yeah. But as far as the device goes, it can stand with anybody's device. Yeah, I love. Only I, thing I don't like about Sony is the ads on your screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that phone. It's a beautiful device. I love that phone because yeah. the thing is, like, it's everything that I want, like, in a phone. The fucking uh, tomorrow's phone is me everything you want in a phone. You're addicted to phones. Oh yeah, but but yes, that if I have to get any phone now, I will say you have held on to your Note Nine for like a year now. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm never getting. I'm not getting rid of this. Yeah, you. But you have your your phone turnover is ridiculous. It, yeah, it's, it's been, until this one. Until your this phone one, yeah. turnover. I've I've had you here on this podcast for almost three years now, mm-hmm. and you've had a new phone like every three months. Until this one, yeah, this one is yeah, this one's a keeper. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful phone. It's yeah, I'm gonna keep this until it like until I'm like you know what, uh, it's time to get rid of it. Your cold dead hands. Yeah, because like, I'm not I don't game on. I'm like oh, it's not running games faster anymore. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you don't you don't do all that kind of stuff. No, it's in developer mode right now. So I have it. To, I have the I changed the 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 audio the audio um section to uh to LDAC. Oh no way! And I was listening to some LDAC. Uh, I was listening to Simulation Theory. I bought it on LDAC. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it uh, it sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Um, I've been an FLAC guy for a long time when it comes to like digital audio. I don't think, L- I don't think uh, that like a FLAC and LDAC is like, I don't, I can't tell the difference. Well, they're they're, they're not s- different. They're not like, different. You'll yeah, LDAC is what your is the output is, that, is yeah, the that, actual processing of the device. Yeah, that, to give you full effect in the that, ears. That's that's Sony's proprietary. Uh, um, yeah. Format. Yeah. But um, FLAC is it's a lossy format, I think, right? I don't believe so. Is it? I think it's lossless or lost. It's it, lossless. Well, it's yeah. completely lossless. Yeah. Yeah. Lossy would mean that like MP3 is lossy. Yeah, yeah that's right. So yeah, yeah. it's um so FLAC it's is not. It's like yeah, you can't uh, you can't go wrong with that either yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, it's 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 like the raw format of music, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of audio. Um, yeah. So you're not losing anything. Yeah, that it's, I think it's the closer to the source material. That yeah, you can get. and then well, it's it is the the file format on the on the disc on yeah. the CD. And then what you're getting from like LDAC or Quad DAC or whatnot is mm-hmm. just audio conversion, right? Yeah. So you're getting the audio in this purest sound um, through your headphones and your speaker. That's why if you listen to an MP3 on LDAC, it's going to do its best to make that sound really good. Mm-hmm. But if you're missing parts of your of your file, mm-hmm. it can't replace parts of those files. Yeah, it's true. So you're not going to get the best possible sound. But if you're listening to you know FLAC on a quad DAC or an LDAC, you're getting really good sound. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting like six songs on a hundred megabytes or a hundred gigabytes, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, jokingly. Yeah. But like you're you're using a lot more storage, but you're still getting really good sound quality. Oh yeah, yeah. As I long as you're not storing tons and tons, right? Yeah, I think um uh the I think I'm gonna start getting more and more music. I like I was gonna ask you like uh, we can talk about this later, but I want to see how I can if I can download that music just off of, like torrent. What stuff? Oh, you wanna you wanna do a little bit of thieving? I don't do that. None of us. I do. don't think you should do that either. No, I'm not going to. I want to see like if you were if one was. I think you should buy all your music from Sony BMG. Yeah, actually, I I did actually I did buy I did buy Simulation Theory on in high res audio. I only have purchased comic books. Yeah. And music and movie file formats. Yeah, and I have to like find. Out, I have to take up my my record player to like see if I can convert that to my, uh, um, my computer and just get like really good and just rip it right from the right from it the. It can player. be done. It can be done, and you can get really good sound doing it. Yeah, and I, yeah. It, my I I just have the uh um I have the record player. My my, my Surface doesn't have a disc drive, so I have to like I have to find the software and just do it that way. Do it like that. I got a portable disc drive you can throw in there. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. That's not bad. Um, I think that's uh, that's about it. I had uh, some stuff about how Frostbite Engine is making people's hair look a lot better, so we don't know what's real anymore. Cause, is, is, um, that, is that going to be for... Um, have you seen what it looks like for Battlefield Five? I uh, know. I have not, but I would imagine it looks incredible. It looks incredible. 
Um, I mean, there's all that kind of stuff that is making the world a scary place because AI and hair and battlefield and frostbite and deep fakes are terrifying. Got Joe Rogan buying hockey teams made entirely of gyms. That's that's scary. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's I don't like it at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. I know, and I think. Uh, oh, and I saw. Um, I saw an AK TV. And yeah, because you know everybody needs that. There's, I love how people buy 4K and 8K TVs. Like, oh, my stuff looks like shit. This TV's crap. It's like you're looking at a 1080 picture on an 8K screen, you what moron. Kind of, what kind of TV is that? That there is a 4K. Yeah. It's a dirt cheap 4K. Yeah. But you know what I don't complain about? Picture quality. Mm-hmm. Because 1080p looks like shit on this thing. You know why? Because it's blowing it up to make it look like shit on your 4K screen you're complaining about. Yeah, I think um, I went there and took a look at one, and I said... uh. It was six, it was seven thousand dollars. I didn't. I just want. I, I didn't even know it was there. The guy's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, there's an AKT." I was like, "Oh shit, that looks nice." <laughs> there you go. But honestly, like, I think that's where industry is gonna stop. At AK? Hell no. No, no way. No, I, I think for the foreseeable future, sixteen K. Because like, the, because the human eye can't like, they can't, it can't. They can't see four K. The like, human eye can't see the difference in a four K screen. Mm-hmm. And the ones who do say that I can see a difference between this four K and this ten eighty P, it's like no, they're lying to you. Yeah, and also. Um, uh, when I found out, hmm. another thing that makes me hate the Avengers movies. <laughs> oh, let's go. Okay, let's let's roll with this to the end. Okay, so the the Avengers movies that come out in 4K, mm-hmm. those are not native 4K. None of the Avengers movies are in 4K. None of them are. They're up because they were yeah. shot with 2K cameras. Yeah, and they have to upscale them. They upscale all that shit. So if you don't know what if you if you want to get like native 4K movies, mm-hmm. go to type in is it 4K or not. Yep. And there's a guy. Um, uh, there's a guy on YouTube. I can't remember his name, but if you type in, is 4K still worth it? And there's a guy holding up a copy of 4K, um, The Revenant. Yeah. Okay? He will break everything down for you. I believe that's the one that I was sharing a few months back, like six months ago. Mm-hmm. He breaks down why, like, I mean, we had a few people talking to me about 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to, like, explain to them. I found that, and I shot that out there a lot of people. But, yeah, it's a really good breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's, like, about 15 to 20 minutes long. Yeah. He does a complete breakdown of why your 4K... TV sucks. Yeah. Like image wise. Yeah. Or, because you're not seeing it in true 4K. Yeah. Okay. Or, or yeah. And they say, or the media that you're using. Yeah. So, and you'll break it down. Like he'll zoom yeah. in 400% and be like, yeah, this is the, this is the Blu-ray. This is the 4K uh, disc, right? Mm. There's like no difference. There's and really nothing. Yeah. So like you have to like, there's a website called, is it 4K or not? I think it's something like that. Mm-hmm. But then, then it'll show you all the discs that are real 4K and yeah. that are native 4K. Yeah. Like that, that, that are not real 4K and then ones that are native 4K. So it can be like, yeah, there's certain movies that like, you know what? Yeah. That one is real 4K. Like, uh, um, like 2001 Space Odyssey. That mm-hmm. that is real 4K. That was remastered, and it's like remastered it, from a print. From a print. Yeah. That was, and it's 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 not upscaled. Yeah, no, so. yeah. People just don't know, man. They don't. People know. People have no idea. Yeah. Uh, the, the the worst part about it is like the the idea that we can sucker these people so deep into thinking they need a technology that they just don't. They, they don't, don't need. need. They don't need. They don't yeah. need, and they're not satisfied by. Yeah, like I would I would argue that yeah, can you like uh, if you. If you're gonna get a new TV now, yeah, get a 4K TV. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you are, if it's cheap, if it's cheap, yeah, yeah. and they're coming down. And the truth yeah. is, if you've got a TV as 1080p and you've got a an HDMI cable pumping 4K into it, or 2K, whatever it is, it's gonna look really, really good. Yeah. Like the the only thing that uh, that everything is built for 4K. So yeah. if you have a, like if you have an Xbox, yeah, you're fine. If you have a yep. PS4, you're fine. Well, PS4 doesn't play uh, um, 4K movies, but like uh, it'll stream everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, uh, but everything else, yeah. So everything is the only thing that y- your major investment is just going to be your TV. It's going to be your TV. That's a lot it. of people don't realize too how little is actually shot in 4K. 
Like, yeah. I mean, as a guy who does a lot of video editing and shooting, and that's kind of like it's a big part of my my night job now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you don't know, man. Like, a lot of people out there, are like, oh yeah, this whole thing shot in 4K. I'm like, no, nah. no, no, thank you, son. Do you have any idea how expensive it is to shoot and, and render everything in 4K? Do you know how, how time much, consuming that shit is? Do you know what the, the guy told us? Like, he was saying, like, uh, like, do you know how much time it took to uh, to render like the the uh, the black hole scene from uh, Interstellar? Oh God, all that computing power it took like. Yeah, it took days almost. Oh yeah, no, it takes me days. Yeah, I mean, like I was, I was doing a thing for a friend of mine before I left for uh, for Mexico, and um, I thought, yeah, I'll just, I'll just plug it in and let it run before I take off. Like last minute, he calls me up last minute, he's like, I need you to render this video for this wedding that we did. It's all in 4K, so I plug it in, and I know how long it's gonna take, and it just took too long, so I just shut everything else down. I plugged that into the only Wi-Fi source that was still on, mm-hmm. and uh, I let it upload as it was going. Like I was doing this whole thing, and it just. I think I flew. I left here. It was still working, still processing. I got into Dallas, and the next morning, and this wasn't long. This is 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The next morning, it was rendered and uploaded. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. And I got a pretty good rig. Yeah. So I can't imagine doing like a, a black a, hole scene from Interstellar. A frame, like each frame. Yeah. Takes hours. Yeah. And like, and how many frames are they shooting per minute? Uh, how many uh, frames per second? Well, they probably shot it like I would imagine forty-eight, yeah. but they oh yeah, they probably like bring that. No, they probably who yeah, knows? Yeah, thirty frames. Yeah, because like, he's not really a forty-eight frames guy, right? So no, he's probably doing twenty-four to thirty. Yeah, just think about that. Twenty-nine, whatever. Twenty-nine point nine seven. Yeah, I mean, so it's a lot. That's a so lot. I mean, you're rendering all of that in four K and using all of the like like God knows how many com- like supercomputers are using to render all that stuff. Like, oh my God, that's crazy. I mean, it's just like. I, I can't imagine how hot that room was. Yeah, like, I can't imagine how warm it was yeah, in there. And, and shoot that, and then getting that, like, and shoot that, in t- like that's in two K. Yeah. And so, like, uh, like especially for those Avengers movies and all those those CGI oh, special crazy. effects. It's crazy, crazy. It's the special effects that kill everything. Nobody knows, man. Everybody thinks they know, and even like, I'm not, I'm not nearly a pro. Like, I'm a guy who does this, and I make money doing it, but I'm not like a pro, pro, like mm-hmm. a movie. You know, a studio guy who's going to watch, uh, like a studio, po- a bot editor. I don't go work for big movie studios. Mm-hmm. I do shit for people and for myself and for my own purpose and for the money that I make doing weddings and like private videos and all that. Yeah. Not doing porno. But um, uh-huh. doing that, it's like, it's too much work. It's too much effort. I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Like 4K really burns me up when somebody's like, I shot all this stuff from 4K. Here's the shot list. Here's the order. Just put it together and render it in a file. Like, you know how long that's going to take? Mm-hmm. Like, you do, because you're getting me to do it. Yeah. So you know how long it's going to take. And then I never get, like, people who actually know never complain. Yeah. They never bitch about how long it takes. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, yeah, I've been there. Like, I've been there, man. This yeah. is going to take forever. I'm oh, yeah. so sorry. Like, I know, <laughs> okay, yeah. I got it. That kind of reminds me of, like, when uh, at my cousin's uh, uh, stag, when I, we went, uh, no, we had a party bus, mm-hmm. and we were just drinking like crazy, and uh, <laughs> someone shoved a... Uh, um, uh, a vaporize like a like a vaporizer in my mouth, and a I just band? yeah, and I just uh, I uh, yeah, I just inhaled like really heavily because uh-huh. I don't know why I was like, I'm wait, like wait. oh yeah, I'm like it, it just 4K crossed. rendering reminded you of this story. Well, th- this here's the thing, right? I'm like uh, <laughs> I just like uh, um, I just uh, inhaled and I, yeah. and I mixed the two, which is you should never do. And um, so I was like, I walked out, and this is at a casino, mm-hmm. uh, and I walked in there. I was sitting at the table and I was so fucked up and I was like and then all of a sudden I was like uh oh and then I got sick <laughs> and then I went I to I wish the, people could see the way you said uh oh just now because yeah, it was legit yeah and then I went to the I went to the washroom very calmly walked like a gentleman right mm-hmm. to the washroom went to the stall and uh, closed the door and uh, as one does yeah and um, bo- vomited everywhere um, twice oh wow yeah so I went twice what what did you smoke 
but you're not a smoker either, though. No, not really. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was, ha- it was like marijuana oil. It was like THC oil. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, the hashish. Yeah. And then, so I, I wet my mouth, came back to the table, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm like, I was like, okay, yeah, I feel a little bit better. And it was a lot. Damn. It was man. a lot that came out. It was like almost a liter. Wow. And then, um, I, um, I was, sa- I sat back down. I sat there, and then, um, I was like, oh crap, here it comes again. Went back. And I, as soon as I got to the door, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh crap!" And then I was like, as I, as I rushed in there, and then uh, I did, I did it uh, three times in there, heaved, like, and it was, it was like, it was like, like, like everything came out. It was mostly liquid, and uh, oh my god! And then these guys, they were, and it was, the, I was it's not like the the washer was empty. People could hear me in there. Well, I mean, that sounds like a yeah, a painful experience. Yeah, it's so like vomiting once and then vomiting again later that night. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, so like, and this is this is like ten, this is like ten minutes in between these things, and then uh. I just went. To, I went, and then there were guys in there, and they came, one guy came up in there, and he's like, "Oh shit, man, are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah, man, I'm fine. I'm so sorry." And Your group? Like, oh no, no, I, these are strangers. Oh shit! And then uh, no one knew what was happening at my table, mm-hmm. and uh, so food poisoning. And then uh, uh, the guys and everyone there was like, "I was like, oh crap, these guys are gonna tell the back." And they're like, "All oh, these guys are like, no, man, we've been there, man. So like, like, do you need any help?" And I was like, "No, man, I'm I'm good, but thank you, thank you, thank you very much, right?" Thank you, BC. And so I did it three more times. I, I threw up three times, so that's five in total. So then Jeez, I man. then I came back to the table and I washed my face and I was like I was like okay I'm I'm, I'm okay now right so I went back to the table. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of hoping you walked out with the puke on. And now. then yeah, so then I when I got back to the table, then I was mm. like, oh crap. And then I I went like that, and, I, and then uh, I covered my mouth and like some of it came out and I rushed back to the washroom. And I kind of feel like you should have gone to the washroom that second time, done some squats because it seems like yeah. the second you walked out, I'm not being like funny. I think like the second no, you you're moved right. around, your guts moved a little exactly, bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So then I got to the washroom and I was like, and it was all over my hand. And then oh, like I didn't God. have time to like open the, the seat. Uh, I went all over the seat and it was like, and I went. Why are like, you telling me this story? Yeah, I just went cool. And then like this, <laughs> this, and this. Yes. And then um, uh, and then people were like uh. And then uh, my friend, and then Sandy came in. And he saw me, mm-hmm. and he's like, he looked at, me, he's like, what the hell? He's like, are you okay? And I said, and I went three, I went three more times in there. Jeez, man. And so, uh, like, I, I puked, every, I went everywhere. You and then clearly, like, had something you shouldn't have had. Yeah, exactly. So then, uh, yeah, the thing is, I mixed the two, and mm. then, uh, and then that's when the guy said, he's like, yeah, man, I've been there. You know what? Everyone was like, yeah, I've been there. I know what that's like. Oh, damn. Just like. Just filming in 4K, man. Just, just filming 4K. Yeah, and then after I got that out, <laughs> so so that okay, uh, now now I can appreciate where you're going. With yeah, that. so that but people after I, had known. Yeah, so that after I got all of that stuff out, um, yeah, it was fine. Puking makes you feel good. It does. It, it's 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 the it's the great unifier. It is. <laughs> it is the <a> great <laughs> unifier. Yeah, for it's guys the, who are It's the gut equalizer. Yeah, and when yeah after that, I was like, I didn't touch anything else. I went to the casino, and then I was walking around. I was like, yeah, feel pretty good. It's funny how uh, like we were talking about. Uh, this is more in line with that, not the 4K. Um, we were talking about how there are things like when you get a splinter, uh-huh. it hurts like crazy. Yeah, like it's the worst thing ever, or like a zit that's like kind of gone to that place where you got to pull that thing. There's gonna be something in there. Mm-hmm. It's like these are foreign objects in your body, and the second they're out, the second they're out, your life is a million times better. Way better. Way better. Like you eat something and your guts are all messed up. You take a Big old poop and you feel so much better. Yeah. You eat something and it's in your system and it's making you sick and you vomit. Man, do you feel good. Oh, yeah. Your body like... just knows. Yeah. Uh, my my cousin in in, uh, in Vegas just got a cortisone shot in his back. And it's like thick, fluid, heavy fluid that's going to go in there and do some work. But man, was he messed up. Mm-hmm. Because it's like this foreign object that gets pumped into your body, takes up space that your body doesn't have to make. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. It's forcing its way into your cells and your pores and your being. It's in your fucking soul, man. Yeah. And it's just there, and your body has to absorb it. And you think, like, I'll feel great after this is done. It's like, no, you won't. That's going to go in there and make you feel like shit for a day. It's going to feel great tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. Down the week, you're going to feel really good. But today is going to suck, man, because oh, yeah. you've got this foreign object in your body. You can't just puke that shit out. No, you can't. Even like, remember, remember we ate those MREs? Oh, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Oh, they were good, but they were awful. Oh, they were great, yeah. But when I, when I went home, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I felt like a supermodel trying to puke her guts out to like maintain her shape. But it wouldn't. It's got so much sodium in it. No, it <laughs> wouldn't at all. Up. Yeah, so I had some like I had some detox tea, and I just uh, just kept uh, kept drinking that stuff, and then eventually. Oh yeah. I had some. Uh, um, well, you didn't take the laxative gum. No, I, you know what you had? I, I took um, daily cleanse. That, well, that's all right. That, that's that, good that, that fiber powder, which I recommend. Psyllium uh, fiber. It's uh, have you seen that that, that, that daily I cleanse? I know what it is. That, program, that Canadian yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, I put that in my oatmeal sometimes, just to like if I'm feeling like kind of empty. Psyllium fiber, dude. Look got, at that, a callback. We came back to oatmeal. Yeah. Well done, backside attack. Well done, Vic Sabe. Uh, good comeback show there. Yeah. Uh, we are we are doing extra stuff now to make sure people see us and hear us and watch this thing, and yep. that's gonna happen more and more. Yeah. And as this comes out, I'll blast that wide. Yeah. So um, well, this year we're gonna we're gonna take this a little bit more seriously. Yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, and it should be a lot of fun. September fourteenth, uh, half marathon. Half marathon, Saint Albert. So if you're in the area, well, it's a ways off. We're gonna keep pushing that. Yeah. I'm sure the week before. You go do your half marathon. We'll talk about it. Exactly. Don't don't push this far in advance. You're gonna forget. Oh, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. We're <laughs> just gonna forget. I know. I'm going for a run tomorrow too. So let's go. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll keep track on your your little journey here. It seems like you're, this isn't every day or every week. Five times a. Uh, we are outside, so that was a motorcycle. Don't yeah. freak out. Yeah. The um, yeah. We, so yeah. The um, so yeah. Like um, just continuing biking. Uh, do some strength training now. My squats now. I just put a bench underneath it, so I squat when I hit it. When I hit the when I, when I hit hit the seat. Go Good back stuff, up. man. So yeah, I got, I got form. I got form back. Lower back, no more pain anymore. So back. Not to, bad. Are you finding was it were the we'll, we'll extend this a little bit. You're finding the squats were giving you pain, or other things you were doing in the squats are correcting that pain. Uh, no, just form was terrible. The form was bad. Yeah. Hmm. And so uh, so yeah, I just got um. Um, so yeah, I got all the equipment in my house now, so I can just, uh, start doing strength training now. Shrugs, deadlifts, shit ton of pushups, yeah. shit ton of lunges. Exactly. You do those four things. Yeah. Your life will infinitely change. Oh yeah. And well, it will change for the better infinitely. And planks as well. Planks are great, man. Yeah. Right Hollow bodies, yeah. planks. So my bike ride's actually like my pre-workout. That's my warm up. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So like, I don't feel like after I come back, after I come back from biking, I don't feel tired. I'm like, I can still go. There is like no excuse anymore. For not knowing how to work out. Everybody has a smartphone. Everybody has YouTube. If you are not getting into shape, that's on you, man. Yeah. Don't don't shame people who are in shape who want yeah. you to have good health. Yeah. Because you're a lazy pig put on weight. Exactly. Like, I'm not like I am not like like oh like I'm not big or anything like that, but well, I, you're morbidly obese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can I I can tell and I I think you can agree with this. I can tell anybody like. When you start working out, and you start eating healthy. God, it feels good. Yeah, it you will. It is the best feeling in the world. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I am not by any means like someone who goes to the gym or like who's really good. But if I can burn nineteen hundred calories in 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 one morning, yeah, just by biking, yeah, anyone can go to the gym and like get and get yourself started and get and get on that road. Just anyone can do those push-ups. Just do those push-ups. Start with easy yeah, things. Start with easy shit. Do them yeah. for your knees if you have. Yeah, to. you like YouTube so much? Go on YouTube and do your research. Yeah. It takes two seconds. Oh God, there's just no excuse. There's no excuse to be in good health. Yeah, exactly. If you if you want to be like plus size or whatever, we're not saying that's like you know evil or vile. It's just we like to be in shape. 
And we think having good heart health is important. Yeah. A big part of that is lowering your fat and having your cholesterol in check. And maybe you're a big person who's got good cholesterol, whatever. Good for you. Yeah. Go do your thing. Nobody's nobody's pissing on you and shaming you or whatever. But at the same time, like, don't take it personally when people want to be in shape. Because that's just, like, it's good for you. Yeah, and a lot of people say, like, you know, like, oh, I don't have time. Like, you know what? Why don't you start with your diet? Yeah, exactly. Start Change with your diet, and then all of a sudden, you'll be like, you know what? You'll get into the healthy mindset. You'll be like, you know what? Now it's time to attack the gym. Yeah, man. Or maybe it's time to get the... Like, fast food is expensive. Yeah, exactly. And do the exercise that makes you f- happy. That's fun. For like, for me, it's biking and what running. What a good point. Yeah. Do That's a really good point, man. Yeah. If you don't like going to the gym, yeah, yeah start, like, you know what? There's certain things you can do at home. Fit in some push-ups and sit-ups. Takes you, like, takes you, like, three minutes. Like, takes you a couple minutes. Go if you like biking, go bike riding. You know what? Go to Walmart, get a yoga ball, uh, get some stretchy bands. Yeah. And use those to get your, your resistance training. Yeah. Maybe go for a walk, but a, but a real walk. A real where walk. Where you're actually moving. Not yeah. one of these, like, you know, things where you're you're moving, like, a foot just kind of falls and the other one catches up. Yeah. Like, go for a good, solid, stiff walk. Yeah. I like listening to music. You know what? Take your music with you and take go your, for a walk. Take it with you. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I can't do bench press. Well, you can do push-ups. So shut up. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you can do squats. Yeah. You, you can do squats. You've done do them. Yeah. You, you know how to do them in your home now yeah. with a I'm, bench yeah. to get your form right. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty scrawny. So, like, yeah. and I still, YouTube like, that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Just, uh, that's, that's our, that's our lesson for today, starting the summer. That's how we're going to end. We end on a positive note. Exactly. Look at that. We didn't go dark at the yep, end there. Exactly. That's right. All right. Um, that's it. That's it. We're going to turn it off now. See?